Hello everybody and welcome back to the 8 Dice, a D&D podcast. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Timothy Saunders. And with me today we have James Bradshaw. Hello, I'm James Bradshaw. Charlotte Pickering. Hello. Jackson Woodward. Hello, hello. Dylan Brenton Pickering. Howdy. And Maddie Donahue. Hello, how do you do? And it is our uh, sunny <laughs> summer special because it is incredibly hot. Every single place that we are currently recording this. To give an example, it's 34 degrees in Adelaide. Uh, I don't know what it is in Darwin. Probably around that. And also probably around that in Perth as well. Um, I can't breathe. Yeah, that's okay. I'm taking your mind as well. Yeah, alright. The intro is done. The bit is done. But we had to, uh, you know, just shield our eyes from the sun there. Yeah, no, I couldn't find my sunglasses, so I had to make do. With a cool daredevil cow. Is that actually how you go out that way, like when you're walking around the town as well, if it gets too sunny, you need to shield your eyes? Yeah, so I can't see the horrible Darwin architecture. (laughs) It's accurate. Makes sense, makes sense. Okay, um, we actually have a couple of announcements to make before we uh, get into the actual game today, uh, before we get into the recap. And uh, to start off, we would like to thank Igor Zabanikov, I really hope I pronounced that right, who did our fantastic character art uh, that you've probably been seeing over the last few episodes. Uh, But from our perspective, we only just received the final line arts a couple of days ago. So you did fantastic work, Igor. Uh, Vice and Decay, his name is on Twitter. So go check him out. Here's his Twitter handle. Yeah, Vice and Decay. Um, And you (laughs) can commission him yourself for your amazing character art. Uh, Also, thanks to Maddie for spotting him. He was a really good find. He had the... The perfect mix of like stylization with also a bit of a bit of darkness, a bit of grit, which is what I wanted. I didn't want it to go too sort of anime or too realistic. So you did wonderful work, and we want to work with you again. Uh, other thing to say, we actually do have a few announcements to go through. Uh, this is only the second out of three. Um, is we have a Patreon. Uh, there are four tiers there, which you can go check out. Um, ranging from getting your name at the end of episodes all the way up to getting early access to podcast versions of episodes and VODs right after the live premiere on Twitch, whereas usually uh, it takes a few days for the the YouTube and podcast uploads to go through. So you'll get immediate access to those. Um, And uh, on top of that, you'll also get exclusive behind-the-scenes content as well, depending on what tier you sub to. Uh, And that's literally like 5 to 15 minutes of bonus content for every single episode. So there's... By this point, there will all as soon as you're seeing this, there've already been like over an hour of bonus content to go check out. So a ton of good stuff. Um, no need to sub. Uh, all this content, you know, the main can- campaign will always be free. Uh, but if you want to go support us, you can go support us there. Um, finally, the final uh, announcement that we have is. A lot of the music that you've been hearing over the last few episodes is actually by a YouTuber called Michael Gelfie. And we're going to have his Patreon down in the description uh, to go check out because one of the conditions of using his music is uh, he asks that anyone that uses his music uh, also provides a link to his Patreon. And he does incredible work, very, very professional, not just your, your typical stuff that you'll find around YouTube for RPG music. It doesn't sound generic at all. It's got a bunch of different instruments laid in. So, um, yeah, go check them out. Sub to his Patreon, check out all the music, and use them in your home games, because it all sounds amazing, in my opinion. Um, yeah, those are the free announcements. 
James, you can take your sunglasses off now. The intro is done. <laughs> yeah, the real final announcement is we'd like to thank today's sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends. You shut up. We want to see your beautiful, expressive <laughs> today's eyes. Today's video is sponsored by Raid Shadow <laughs> You forgot the secret fifth level tier of our character's feet. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But that's... You've that's honey. We're making them wait for that it. one. That's actually... You know how you have oh, the, yeah. the stretch goals? So different things get unlocked, the more people sub. That's if we start getting like 4,000 a month. Then we consider oh, yeah. it. We put it on can our list. We, we put it on our list of things that might happen. Character artists to draw our feet in graphic detail. <laughs> we bleep what I well, say, actually, so it leaves them intrigued. If, if you check out the line art, James, the feet are the most detailed part, so you might want to go back. And <laughs> that. Was that a specific request? Yes. That awesome. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get uh, the music up, and then we're gonna start the recap. But before that, roll the intro to the eight dice. James, you were talking while he said roll the intro. Uh, okay. Alright, di right, dice heads, crack open your monster we'll energy drinks and get ready we'll to get. It's fine, we'll cut it out. You can't say name brands. We already said like four. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Okay. That's funny. Getting right into it. Oh, look at that. With... Oh, look at that. Dice thing. heads, crack open your inconspicuous M logo energy drink. The recap. <laughs> Our party of five adventurers explored the Grand Bazaar of Solaris last time on the Eight Dice, purchasing traditional Solaris silks from a tabaxi merchant, among other goods for themselves individually. Our Minotaur barbarian Duva soon caught up with them, only being stopped on her way there to have an encounter with a mysterious group wearing white robes, silver armor, and blank expressionless masks, carrying strange projectile weapons. They threatened Duva, referring to her as unclean, and introduced themselves as the Kronos Legion. Once Duva caught up with the party, they began exchanging gifts for the Winter Solstice, before heading towards a building elsewhere in the Market District, known as the Congregation of Inebriation, for which Figolb had an invitation. Inside, amidst swirling multicolored lights and strange music, Farron played a match of the chess-like game of Conquest against a mysterious automaton. Duva bumped into an old comrade of hers, of a former band of high-sea scallywags, whilst Figolb went upstairs for lady favours, but was too drunk to properly carry out the deed. <laughs> All of this was interrupted by a sudden standstorm that burst through the shutters of the club, howling with what sounded like thousands of human-like screams, picking up Figob on the wind and carrying him out through an open window into the night sky and the jaws of a human-like face that formed out of the sand. And that is where we're going to pick up tonight's session. Everybody, roll for initiative. Hey! Oh my god! Initiative. Oh my yes. god! I'm not Light on roll 20 it. for some reason. Damn, son, oh look who just got Someone an 8. Oh no. <laughs> oh no! 
awesome. Hey, that that's rather <laughs> suitable because you're drunk that as fuck. I'm I'm the one that's getting not oh, in yeah, good uh, shape a, right here. Oh yeah, it's a disadvantage on the check, by the way, everybody. Oh, okay. disadvantage. Oh, true. Except for except for Farrant. You know, something tells but me I won't have to roll drunk. again for disadvantage. <laughs> the rest of you are drunk. Okay. Oh, okay, well, okay. that's not no that bad. Oh, that well, one, uh... that one from Figol. I see what you yeah. mean. So I get a two. That's my, my cool. I get a two for initiative. How do we all do in terms of initiative, everybody? I got a cool right. 11. Okay. 16. I got an eight. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ari, 16. Figol, two. Uh, Farrand, how do we do? Eight. Eight. Duba. I got a 13. 13, not bad. Okay. You're lucky last Fiegold. <laughs> yeah, I know. Definitely the definitely the type of situation you want to be coming last in. Absolutely. Sorry, you just got gobbled up. This is oh, just a, another delicious. classic case. What of... you got there, James? You got yeah, what do you got there? Your sudden appearance of spaghetti. You, you should tilt it towards the camera and get it everywhere yeah. like Title One. No, that's actually yeah. another yeah, that, 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 that's actually another Patreon tier. You get access to James's mukbang. Wait, no, that's ravioli. <laughs> okay. It is ravioli. I know my pasta. Uh, okay, so first up on the initiative, as the sand is... So you guys, just, just to recap the audience as well, uh, Duva is currently on the third floor. Uh, the others, the rest of the party, except for Dr. Moss, who's not at the congregation at all, uh, are all on the very, very bottom floor, on the dance floor. And uh, Figolb, meanwhile, is getting caught up in this sandstorm, in this tornado. Um, so he's outside of the con congregation entirely. Uh, so I'm just going to put the map up. All right, there's the map. Should I be able to see that? I was by the bar because I was about to get another drink. Yes, uh, put and in your I starting positions. The... Oh my god, look at this map, Timothy. High budget. Thanks, bro. I like it. We love you, audio listeners. It's looking pretty <laughs> sick. I have no yeah. idea where I was. Was I on the dance floor? Or was I with Farron trying to get You're making your way to the dance uh, floor. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, you and Farron were both on the dance floor. Yeah, because um, you guys went to look for me, and then you found me, and I was like, I'm yeah, going to go get some booze. Ari was sure. at the bar. Oh, yeah. to the I'm going to put them out in the corner. And then I heard the screams, and then the wind burst Wait, through. Where am I? Yeah. Where, surrounded by... We're where not on I? this level. Oh, You're not on think. this level. Okay, okay. Well, you are in the sky currently. Tim, will you hate us if one of us manages to slip in a prequels quote about sand? <laughs> yes, because it's played out. It's a played out joke and you know it. No, it's really funny, so... It's, it's still really funny. <laughs> it is so uh, funny. Absolutely. Okay. I assume these stairs are for upstairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, um, yeah. yeah, so just to recap, Figolb is outside of the building entirely, caught up in the sandstorm. Uh... Moss isn't there. The rest of the party, except for Duva, who's currently on the third floor, uh, surrounded by the hookah and the uh, creatures that are providing the hookah called Vipemps, um, are on the bottom floor of the dance floor. Ari's at the bar, the other two are at the dance floor. Ari's currently talking to Akros and the other barman that you actually spent a large portion of the last session talking to. And uh, it doesn't matter what floor you're on, the sand is broken through the shutters, through the windows, and the entire club is now getting choked with the sand. So Ari, you're actually first up as you look around and it's just complete chaos. Everyone on the dance floor is screaming, pushing past each other. They're trying to get out, but you don't really know why they're trying to get out because clearly that is where the sand is coming from. So nobody knows exactly what to do. Um, 
your visibility is very, very limited. Your movement speed is halved. All perception and dexterity checks are disadvantage, even if you're not drunk. Sorry, Farron. Um, and if you're drunk, it's just doubly as confusing. As you're walking around, it's just complete chaos. Your vision's blurring, and you're just hearing this scream and getting louder and louder and louder. So firstly, I'm going to have you make me a... I just realized it's going to be our final sh like session without crappy Photoshop tokens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Okay. Alright, I need you to make me a... Uh, intelligence saving for it. Oh Ooh. no. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. One sec. Okay. Oh no. That oh. Is a nine? A nine? Mm-hmm. With a nine, as you hear the screams build up more and more and more in your mind, you take... Oh. 14 points of psychic damage. Oh. And you see flashes. You see flashes of burning fire, of explosions, and of this tall, gleaming city rising out of the sand, burning and crumbling and falling apart as fire descends from the sky, a whole column, a pillar of fire descending from the heavens and wiping the city back out as everyone inside screams, returning the city to the sand. That's traumatizing. Yeah, uh, so that was your saving throw. Is there anything you would like to do? Would you like to move around? Okay. It's just complete chaos around, so your movement speed's halved. So is the sand still blowing through? Yes. Okay. And um, also, uh, Flintlock and Farron, you were on the dance floor, so I'm going to move you over to here. Uh, just pretend these tables aren't there. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, and so... one last thing on the map is um, Rune. So the automaton you were playing with, I haven't included him on the map. We have to so... save him! His gears are going to get hurt! He's over there, that's where the statue is. And where He's going to get sanded his gears, we can't have that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you look over at Rune, and weirdly enough, he actually is still playing his game of Conquest, but all of the pieces oh, are starting to fall off. But he's just, like, very languid in his movements, but he was very languid before. What a lad. Okay, so if I were to say cast warding wind would that help assist get the sand out of the way can't tell you that this well, is not just a regular sandstorm it's clearly some kind of magical sandstorm uh, okay. but you can certainly try um, okay um, sorry I'm just trying to get my thoughts together that's all good Get your thoughts together faster, Ari. I'm in the middle of the fucking sky, mate. <laughs> it's not my fault you're gonna also, get gobbled also, up. Also, Ari doesn't know, by the way. Just keep that yeah. in mind. None of you know that Fiegolb is in this situation. <laughs> None of you know that Fiegolb is in strife. <laughs> okay. Okay, hang on. Actually, Ari, what is your passive perception? My passive perception yeah. is 16. 15? 16. 16. You think you can just, beneath all the chaos, vaguely hear a little <laughs> fecal scream, <laughs> but it's just, it, there's so many screams all around you, you can't really pinpoint it or where it's okay. coming from, so you can't tell it's coming from outside. <laughs> so in her, her chaos, that it, like, people are screaming, the mm -hmm. wind is screaming, I'm half blinded by the sand, um, and by the visions that I've just seen, and my brain is on fire 
Yep. She's gonna look towards her friends that are on the panicked dance floor where people are scrambling. Mm-hmm. Um, she's gonna try walk through the dooms that are now forming on the on the floor. So five, ten, fifteen. Um, and then she's gonna reach for her pan flute, which she has now acquired. Mm-hmm. And she is going to first use her cantrip of predestation to just signal up a little firework flare to try. Well, to hang get on a second. Um, I'm pretty sure a cantrip is an action. It depends yeah, on the cantrip. Yeah, that's my action. Well, it, it depends on the cantrip. Some can be cast as actions, some can be cast as bonus actions. Uh, uh, that one... My only bonus actions are Bardic Inspiration and Healing Word. Yeah, and I just looked up the cantrip, and that is going to take an action. So yeah, so basically, okay. what, what you do for this turn is you walk forward, you get out your pan flute, and are you shooting up sparks of some kind just to signal where you are? Yeah, so my friends know that I'm safe, and I'm just trying to signal to them that mm-hmm. we can communicate as everything's panicked, we don't want to get lost in this yep. habit. You know? Okay, so you shoot up the red sparks, and uh, Flintlock and Farron, you actually can see just these red sparks. Um, you can't necessarily tell they are Ari, but you can see these red sparks coming from that direction, and the sparks just continue throughout her turn, so you won't need to make any kind of perception check to, to go towards them. Otherwise, you would need to make a perception check with disadvantage to go to something specific because this room is just complete chaos right now. It's also filled with sand. It's all foggy. Your vision is very, very poor. Anything else you'd like to do, Ari? No. Okay. Not at this current time. Uh, next up is Akros. And oh, the other the two barmen as well. You can see their nice. tokens over here. They are actually going to use all of their movement, all of them, to jump over the bar. Mm-hmm. So he ends up there, and he ends up there. You can see there's a half-orc that was serving you before. There's also a dwarf serving you before. A female half-orc and a male dwarf with a big, long, bushy beard. And also Akros. He's still holding some drinks, and then as the storm starts to come in, he just throws the drinks to the ground. They smash, hops over the bar, and you can see they actually appear as they're drawing swords. They're actually charging the two Zarians that are keeping guard on either side of the main entrance. You're not really sure oh. why. Um, oh. And... They are actually going to also make saving throws. Okay. Two of them fail. So the two barmen uh, that aren't across, the dwarf and the half-orc, they both... <laughs> they're clutching at their faces, much like you were, Ari. You can clearly see as you look over to them that they're going for a very similar thing. And they sort of fall down to one knee, writhing in pain as the dunes around them form all around, all around them, all over the floor of the tap room. Akros, meanwhile, um, he doesn't have any more movement, but he doesn't seem to be affected by the sandstorm and by the mental effects of the sandstorm as it comes in, as the screaming builds louder and louder. Um, and he actually points with his sword, screeches out something in Infernal, and attacks Zarian 2, one of the Zarians, who are and they're looking around very, very confused. They're very surprised that he's attacking them. Uh, and he is going to, um, after saying something oh, infernal, he casts Sacred infernal. Flame. I can speak sword. Infernal as well. Ari can speak Infernal. Okay. Thanks for sharing, uh, James. Cool fact. Let me cool just fact. quickly <laughs> pass the spell. Fun fact. Saving throw, that's with disadvantage. He 
fails it, which means he takes two points fire damage at Zarian 2. That's a lot of damage. Um, also, it's going to depend on your passive perception whether or not you'll be able to hear that and make it out what, exactly what he's saying yeah. within all the chaos. So, uh, what's your passive perception, Farron? Uh, 13. No, you can't understand him. And Ariel's is 16, right? Yep. Still not high enough, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, it's loud in there. Yeah, it is. It, which it's is like, screaming sand. Yeah, crazy loud, you know. But yeah, it, it's becoming really chaotic as not only has Ari just sent up the sparks, but now Akros has literally shot fire at Zarian too. <laughs> sort of gets pushed back against the wall, but he doesn't completely fall down. He's still steady on his feet. Uh, next on the order is Zarian two himself. Uh, and within the confusion, he's actually going to go 5, 10, 15. Make a saving throw. If he fails that saving throw, he is going to take 17 points of psychic damage. He runs up to Akros and stops as he goes to draw his sword to attack the person that's attacking him in the chaos. He stops right before the blade can hit Akros, starts clutching at his mask, and then you can clearly see that he's in a similar kind of pain as well as he takes 15 points of psychic damage. And he is now not in a very good way. Uh, next up, we're going to go up to floor number three. And from your perspective, Duva, um, you are still in the hookah room and uh, the sand is now blowing in here and it's a similar sort of confusion, but there wasn't quite as many people around. So it's actually mostly empty. Most people have already run down to the bottom floor because they just don't know what's going on as it starts getting very, very foggy and sandy inside. Um, as you're looking around, you see one of the only other people still remaining on this floor is the half-orc that you were talking to before, uh, Sil, Sildavik. Um, and you see as the Vipimps are like screaming all around you and uncoiling and flopping down onto the ground, their uh, bellies, which have been cut open to allow the, the hookah um, mechanism to be plugged into them, the sand is actually going inside those holes and filling oh. up their bellies full of sand. Oh no. <laughs> and they're um, just like screeching out in pain, and a couple of them are already flopping down to the floor dead. Uh, Sil is sort of sees this as some kind of an opportunity and he actually t uh, runs towards one of the Vipamps and he's also going to make a saving throw, which he fails. As if it so, wasn't horrible enough for the Vipans, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bad for these poor fellas. So he goes to run towards the Vipamps and then stops right in front of them and he starts clutching at his temple because he fails the saving throw starts screaming out in pain uh, but he manages to regain his composure quick enough to take a dagger out um, actually no he doesn't take the dagger out because the Vipamps uh, chambers are already open sorry scratch that he then climbs inside one of the Vipamps and oh. then uh, gets his coat and wraps the coat around the Vipamps so he's now inside he's covered in sand but there's no uh, new sand you know that he's currently breathing in. So he's just sort of inside just a sealed chamber of sand. And you can sort of see him huddled down inside there through the translucent belly of the Vipamps. So he's now huddled inside this dead Vipamp. Um, next up we have you, Duva, actually. Oh, okay. So you've just seen this happen. Yeah, uh, for fuck's sake. She's just trying to get, you know, a nice little high, a nice little relaxation <laughs> after everything. And it's all gone absolutely pear-shaped. Um... Yeah, can can she see the window? 
where all of the like the shutters were all the same. Make me a perception check with disadvantage. Oh boy, I don't have very good perception to begin with. Mm. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Not you, don't, you don't know where this is coming from. That There's was still a, a two drunk. and a one for the a people that are listening at home. So you, all you can see is just suddenly it starts getting sandy and cloudy. You can start hearing these screams inside your head. Actually, make me a saving throw as well. And, oh God, and then you okay. look over and see, just through the confusion, all you can make out is what I described before. Oh. Sill are huddling inside the dead viper and then wrapping his cloak around uh, so you know, extra sand can get into his, you know, nostrils. Uh, that'd be a five on my intelligence saving throw. Yep, that's a fail. Yeah. So psychic damage is the one thing that you don't have, correct? Uh, You're not yeah. raging anyway. Um, that's nine points. Oh, you actually God, got off, you actually got off quite light there. That's, yeah. <laughs> Woo! That wasn't a 15. Yeah. Let's uh, just quickly note that down. All right. Can I see the upstairs? Because I, uh, as far as I know, in my high and everything. Uh, What's your passive perception? It's not good. It's like an eight. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, can't, I can't see anything. Duva's completely confused. You can only see what's directly in front of you. What's directly in front of you is still... Oh god, okay. Um can I vaguely remember where the <laughs> stairs are? I'll let you do that, yeah. Sure. Oh thank god, okay, because <laughs> she knows right that her team are downstairs, but there's yeah. one that's been left alone upstairs. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna try and shuffle her way through the sand to go upstairs okay. to check on Figo because you're trying to go they, upstairs, okay. She, yeah, she did say, if there's trouble, come get me. And, that's uh, fair enough, There's yes. trouble, and, uh, yeah. Vigol's the only one that's upstairs, probably a little too inebriated to help himself at this point. <laughs> yes. So that's that's my turn, is trying to get through the sand okay. to get upstairs. Um, yeah, I don't have a map for that floor, so we're just going okay. to play, play Theater of the Mind. Uh, 15 feet, you're almost... You, you do, as you just start trudging through the sand um 20 feet because i have extra movement speed that's true 20 feet uh and you're sort of covering up your eyes and you just can barely make out that you probably about another 10 feet and you can reach the stairs you can now see the stairs in front of you and then you look around and you can't see still anymore that's how bad the vision is around here can i dash it's like you're it's like you're in a snowstorm um you did use your action to try and uh you rolled a perception check to try and see the windows right yeah so i'm gonna say that was an action so no okay yeah no worries but you, I'm on the you, way, Figo. <laughs> so from your perspective, like, you, you've spent six seconds just trying to figure out what the fuck, where you are and what is going on. Because yeah. you're just that confused. Um, okay. Flintlock, you're next. Make me a saving throw. Intelligence. Um, do I have disadvantage? Or... No, not disadvantage on the intelligence saves. That's a cool 12. You take 12 points of psychic damage. Oh my goodness. No boy. Oh, oh boy. Guys, this sand is cruel. Yeah. So you're just looking around as you're on the dance floor with Farron and it's very like suffocating as people are just running around panicking and you can see there is some kind of battle going on back in around the bar area where you remember Ari was and you've also seen Ari's um prestigitation uh flash as well in the chaos. So from your perspective that's what's going on. Did you um did you say it was foggy earlier, or did I mishear you? Yeah, it's foggy. It's a sandstorm going on around, so your vision's very, very poor. It's foggy, no, and there's so also people running around. It's complete chaos. Can I use create or destroy water to destroy the fog? No, when I say foggy, I mean that's the general vibe, right? It's, it's sand, it's not fog. Unlucky. Okay, well, I guess I'm just going to try and move towards um, Harry, because I can't really do anything else. Okay. 
Well, you don't know it's Ari, but you, you're you moving towards this. Well, I'll uh, move towards the sparks, yeah. Yeah, see what's going on. You can put two and two together. That's your movement. So you just run towards that general area. Um, you yeah, don't have I guess action, I can't do anything else. But, okay. Well, I, 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 I can't see anything, right? So I can't, like, attack anything. Yeah. Uh, Farrant, make me an intelligence saving throw, please. Okay, I guess I will. Oh, we are not doing well. That was an eight. That's ten. Ten. Oh. That is 16 points of psychic damage. Oh, Farrand. I don't think, uh, did I heal after the fight? Before the bath? Uh, that was a short rest. So you, you can, you should have used your healing dice. Your hit dice. I did not use my hit dice. I'll let you use them now. I'll be nice. Well, thanks, sir. Because I have 16 health. That's what they're there for. <laughs> People often forget about short rests. They just go for long rests. 1d8 per cleric level. 16. I'm going to use three of those bad boys. Alright. Jinkies, that is awful. That is awful. That's an right, 8 healing. So. I have 8 health left. Oh okay. no! And I, um... No, I'm gonna, gonna, and I'm you, gonna you see the, the same vision that I mean you're all seeing similar visions to what I described with Ari but Farron you, you see the full extent of it basically you don't just see fire and, and chaos you get a little bit more you get the same sort of vision that Ari saw of the city I quickly um, uh, hold my head in pain obviously and I rush after Flitlock okay. and when I get uh, next to him again heading towards the sparks as well I uh, quickly uh, use emboldening bond. Okay. On me, Flintlock, and Ari. I do not need vision to use it. I just need to literally. Um, what does it say? As an action, you choose up to three willing creatures within thirty feet of you, uh, creating a magical bond among them for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. While any bonded creatures with 30, uh, within thirty feet, once per turn, they get a D four attack roll, ability check. Or saving throw. Okay. Very nice. So, us three have that now. We are magically bonded. Very nice, very cool. To, uh, is it a, a single one? A single d4 they get? Or is it every time they make a roll? It's not every time they make a roll. Every right? time they make a roll. Oh, really? For 10 minutes. Really? That's fucking yeah. crazy. Within, we've done it before. Within 30 feet of yeah. me, they have to I, be. I, think, to get you, I think you've only done it once before, so it does. Mm. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll remember that next time. Um, okay. So you guys keep that in mind once per turn. That's your turn. Uh, next yes. up, we have Zarian One, who Ari, you're really the only one that can see this. He sees the situation that his uh, friend has gotten himself into with the attack, and uh, they're now battling Akros. And he's actually going to run, also try and run towards Akros, so he can make it five, ten, fifteen. He makes it up to Akros, and he's also going to make save. He actually passes that intelligence save as he draws out his sword and attacks Akros. So he's going to make an attack roll. Uh, swing, but in the confusion, as the wind just whips around, he actually spins all the way around and <laughs> completely misses. Uh, oh. That brings us to lucky last, Feegold. Feegold, oh, <laughs> from your perspective, you are sort of in the eye of the storm, so it's just complete chaos and confusion all around you. You're just 
<laughs> you're covered in milk. You're covered in sand. You look like I forgot about the milk. <laughs> you look like crumbed chicken. Like a goblin made out of fried chicken. Um, oh, and you can just see all of these twisting faces, and you, you see a very similar division to what I described with, with uh, Ari. Mm. So you see that city, column of fire descending down from the heavens, wiping the city out. Uh, you don't exactly know what it means because you are also very, very drunk. But please make me an intelligence saving for. Okay. The field's covered in pilk. Yes. Is <laughs> uh, a seven. Seven does not succeed. Oh. I think you knew that before you asked. Uh, you actually got off kind of light. That's eight points of psychic damage. You're getting twisted around in this whirlwind. It's just complete confusion. And uh, that big sort of like oversized for a goblin necklace that Farrand gave you uh, when you were doing the Winter Solstice gift exchange, that's just whirling around and around on your neck. And you can actually see that that necklace is glowing faintly. And you sort of... You don't really know exactly what that means. Um... You give me a you give me a glow stick necklace. <laughs> <laughs> but you do you, you do remember that Farron said that it was supposed to bring luck. Ah, yeah, that's true. Um, and as you're whirling around in this uh, sandstorm, is there anything you'd like to do? I'm gonna just full disclosure here: all of your checks are gonna have disadvantage because you're literally getting pulled around yeah. in a tornado. Uh, it doesn't matter what check you make. Am I able? I, I'm to also going to make you make checks for just like getting out weapons and stuff as well. Am I able you to see the? Gr- am I able to see the ground? Occasionally, yes. As you're, How- <laughs> as you're whizzing around, occasionally you look down. And you can see uh, you're above the rooftops, and you can just see the, the domed uh, stone sandstone buildings of Solaris at night. And you can you see the tower of Zimdal. You see the administrator's citadel, but it's all just a, a blur. How how far away is the ground? Uh, it's kind of hard to tell. I can't give you an exact figure, but you're above the rooftops. You're at least about we got 50 feet up, 60 feet up around that. Oh yeah, an ouchie, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I, I'm oh. actually gonna message you something, Jackson. I'm just, I'm just gonna go ahead and do this. Okay. So just uh, check your. I'll message you on Discord. Oh, oh Figo okay. was not in a good position right now. James, I also messaged you. So many secretive scrolls. Se- secretive things going on. Wow. <laughs> Alright, bro. I didn't know that's how you felt about Tim. <laughs> Tim, I don't know what the fuck this means. I've explained it pretty pretty clearly, I think. No. <laughs> like mainly the last two lines. I get the first two. So it's it's before you find out what the result of the role is. You can choose to do that. Does that make sense? So it just gives advantage. Basically. Um. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Which in yeah. this case would be a straight roll, so you don't get disadvantage, I think. All right. Well, what I want to yeah. do doesn't require rolling. Um, what well, I want to do that's is that's going to depend because you, are, you pretty much have every status condition under the sun right now, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. but I want to use Misty Step. 
Okay, which is yeah. just a bonus action. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Um, to just teleport 30 feet. I'm going to try and teleport 30 feet like away from the sandstorm towards the ground. Okay, the sandstorm is still on the ground, but you will get out of like the uh, the main like eye of the storm that you're currently in. Uh, yeah, like, is, am I able to get like get not in the the sucky sucky whirly whirly if I teleport uh, anywhere? You can you can do it and then find out after you do it. Okay, where's the sandstorm on the map, by the way? Uh, so the sandstorm is it's all around on this in, this map. That you're playing on the sandstorm is literally everywhere oh it's on every square it's on every single okay square. so i can teleport out of like the eye of the storm and just kind of like in whatever else the is congregation. in you are on so there's a congregation then there's a street and then there's the next block of buildings you are hovering over that block of buildings does that make okay. sense yeah. cool and you're about 60 feet up right well this only teleports and me 30 probably feet the, probably the closest building as you walk down is probably about 30 feet so you would probably just be able to make it Okay, well, I'll teleport 30 feet steps. down to the bottom of the building, so I'm at least okay. on my feet. All right, well, you'll so be on the rooftop. I'm going to do that. It's my bonus okay. action. Use Misty Step. Clever. Very clever. Are you just going, wah? <laughs> you're just getting thrown <laughs> around. So All I... of a sudden, your body just dissipates into mist, and then <laughs> you appear, and you're now looking up over the storm. Yeah. So I'm going to... I'm actually going to send you uh, another thing, by the way, Jackson. Wow. Secret okay. Sally's. That's the fanciness. Oh my god, little Timothy sliding in my DM so much. Alright, so you've now missy stepped and you land onto the, the domed roof of the building. And you land right on the dome, so you slide <laughs> down. What but the fuck then, is this? But don't tell anyone. <laughs> but then you get hit. You get hit on uh, the lip of the, the roof of the stone building. And you're just all sort of like dazed and looking around. And you can see there's a bunch of people down on the street as the sandstorm is now. It's ripping through this entire district of the city. A bunch of people running around trying to enter into buildings to get inside. It's just complete chaos and confusion. You look down at the street below. And then as you look down at the street below, what I just sent you starts to take hold. <laughs> I'm intrigued. What is happening? Oh, what is it? I'm so curious. So, um... So, so what, what kind of, what kind of, um... Oh, that's what I'm, that's what I'm entranced by? Yes, and as you look down, as you land on the, uh, the roof of the sandstone building, you've slid down the dome, you've just landed on the little lip, you look around, you're all dazed confused, you see sand. Delicious sand all around you. <laughs> uh, what? And, and you right. can't stop yourself, you open your mouth. So Fecob oh, just starts. Uh, just lands on the ground and kind of like <laughs> no, scurries. Yep. Yeah, no, he lands on the roof and he kind of like scurries you're to an area from the ground. and just starts like frantically putting sand in his mouth like yeah. he's a toddler oh. in a sand pit. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> it's, it's delicious. It tastes. It tastes like the best shit you've ever had. You're now shoveling it into your mouth. That's uh, fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're right back to the top of the round. Oh my god. He's eating sand. What? He's literally eating sand. Akros is going to make another check. Okay, Akros unfortunately fails that check. Alright. He's going to take another 11 points of damage. Oh, this psychic stuff is going to be our undoing. 
likewise with the two barmen. They also both fail. No, I'm just going to have that as so HP. So those two in particular are not in a good way. But Akros can still manage to get an attack out. He's going to make a sword strike against Sarian too. He almost crits him. And does a very substantial amount of damage. He actually takes his sword. And Ari, you're the only one that can see this. You're the only one that's been able to see this entire uh, fight go on. Akros turns with his sword. He slashes at Zarian 2. Zarian 2 drops to the ground. And for a second, you think Akros is actually about to be behead him as he goes to swipe his sword down. But he actually just hits Zarian 2 on his helm with the blunt, of, or the, sorry, the hilt yeah. of his sword. Um, and the hilt just bangs him with such force uh, right in the mask. And you also see another, just a little um, impact of some kind of magical red energy flaring up as Zarian 2 falls to the ground. You're not sure if he's dead or unconscious, but he definitely hasn't been decapitated like you thought was going to happen. So, uh, yeah. Zarian 2 is just uh, like that. He f falls to the ground, and immediately Sand just starts covering him, covering his body. So he uh, he looks like he's been there, you know, in, in some kind of tomb for thousands of years as the Sand has come in, but it's only been a matter of seconds. Yeah. Next on the order is you. Me? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I have two options. The chaotic part of my brain is telling me to steal the Zarian's clothes. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I already have a Zarian mask. It's well, just... there's, a, there's a Zarian what? next to him that's still around, by the way. They're not both yes. totally capacitated. So, she has no idea why he's attacking the Zarians. Nope. She just knows that it's going down. But whilst this conflict is happening, she's she, want, she needs to get to her companion. She needs to know that they're safe. Yep. So, little ma'am. Mm, this is so conflicting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, she is going to... Dang nabbit. It's so... Oh my god, I'm so confused. Gotta make a decision. I know. Shut yeah, up. There's a lot of chaos going on all around you, but you have to make a decision. Okay. She is going to... God, I, I need an advisor, I swear. <laughs> okay, hang on, let me have a quick, 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 quick snap of roof. Okay. She's gonna walk... Five... Ten... Okay, so you're there. walking away from the conflict. A tiny bit, but she mm -hmm. can still see, yes, with her yeah. perception being 16. Yep. Um, That's what then... your elf eyes see. <sighs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then she is going to be very... I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. <laughs> You're supposed to be confused, don't worry. I'm going to set up a timer, and if you get to a minute without having decided what to do, I'm going to skip you. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so you have a minute. Okay. So, she's so confused. She's hurt. She doesn't understand what's happening. She's going to pull out her pan flute, mm -hmm. and she is going to cast Warding Wind at level 2. Okay. So I have that spell up already. Um... Yep, don't need to make a roll for it. 
So, uh, Flintlock and Farron, from your perspective, uh, so that is 20 feet, right? Um, it is 10 feet surrounding me. 10 feet. No. Yep, okay, so Flintlock and Farron, you're right on the very edge of this. But you, Except now you can, I'm completely still, <laughs> Yes, uh, you're right on the very edge of this. Uh, from your perspective, you're just moving towards those sparks that Ari sent up. You see the sparks just close down, and then you see another flash of, like, a ready orangey um, energy as Akros took out the Zarian too. You don't really know that's what that, that is what is going on, though. Um, but then you see just the wind um, whip up in just a sphere all around Ari, and you can just see Ari playing her pan flute, just looking around, having no idea what's, what's going on. She's just like, she's like the musicians during the chaos of the Titanic, you know? <laughs> she's looking around, and uh, you just see there's, there's still sand getting in your eyes, so it's still very confusing for you, but you can see there's a protective bubble around Ari, and you can see Ari now right in front of you, and you are right in front of that protective bubble. So all you have to do is just step inside. Um, Ari still looks confused, but... Uh, Maybe feeling a little bit better after that action. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, she is going to just keep playing her her panicked her little like it's her like ditty. a panicking in a harmonica, like <laughs> <laughs> she's barely even playing. She's just blowing it out of tune. She's like <laughs> hyperventilating yeah. with a harmonica. Except it somehow sounds okay, brilliant. <laughs> oh, d- uh, did you make an intelligence saving for it? No, I have not. No, you didn't. Maybe another intelligence saving. Oh, because that's at the start. Please be good. That, my friend, is a sixteen. You're all good. Ah, you start wow. to hear. You start to hear the screams, like almost when like they're about to fill up your ears and your mind again. But then you whip out your flute, and the screams dissipate. You're Quick, actually entirely deafened. So it's just it's serene. Oh, I can also add a d4. I pretty sure, do you I have to do that safe. before you do, before I declare the outcome of the roll? Um, I think so. But either yeah. way, I'm safe. Yeah, either way, you're safe. Um, they're just something to keep in mind. And then it's just like, as you cast that spell, it's also for you. The screams dissipate because you're deafened. It's just blissful silence. Um, next on the order is Syl. He's not going to do anything. He's safe. He's uh, he's cocooned up in his Vipenth. Uh, so it's actually you do. And I'm going to have you make another intel. Oh god. Here we go. Oh! Very, very good. 18! An 18. A 19, take one. (laughs) Yeah. That's the highest intelligence I've rolled ever in this game. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, it won't be the last. Uh, You you hear the screams, but you just shrug them off because you need to go find Figol, even in just this bleary, drunken delirium of chaos. You have an overwhelming need to, to look after your charge. Um, so, yeah. What do you want to do? Well, I shout, I can't even do it with this shite! And then I run <laughs> up the stairs as quickly as I can. And you, I do You get the... about halfway through before you think that might be a bad idea because now your lungs are starting to fill with sand in your cough. <laughs> <laughs> this delicious sand. Yummy, yummy sand. Crunchy. I, uh, yeah, I'd like to take the dash action as well, so I'll go with my full 40 feet. Yep, you can do that. So full 40 feet, that's enough to run up the spiral staircase and you actually make it to the corridor. And uh, the problem is that the courtesan quarters is actually a corridor with a variety Uh, of rooms. Uh, But unfortunately, uh, only one of those doors is closed. So you peer into the other doorways, you see courtesans are male, female, tiefling, elvish, even a couple of dwarves, a couple of male dwarves, even a couple of female dwarves, which are rather similar in terms of how muscular they are, but they don't have beards. Um, 
and they're all just sort of like screaming they don't really know what to do they're trying to close the windows some of the windows have been broken um and as you're sort of peering through the doorways uh you're actually going to finish your turn right up in front of the last doorway which is the only one that is closed right at the end of that you see a bunch of the doors open their courtesans trying to shut out the windows close the doors right in front of you they don't know what the fuck's going on they're in various states of undress as well as some of their clients like laying down on the bed and just looking around and you know they've clearly been caught in an awkward compromising uh, situation they are also in a state of undress Um, I'd like to yell with my (laughs) arm hooked around my mouth I'd like to yell where's the goblin (laughs) as I'm going up Again, they're just—they're so confused that nobody is <laughs> giving you the time of day. But um, there is one door that is closed, and you actually have—you finished running all the way down the end of the corridor, and you're now just in front of that door. Um, and that's yep. actually where we're going to end your turn. Yep. Next up is Flintlock. Little old me. All right. Yes. Well, I'm gonna move into Ari's little bubble. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Fifty. So do I still only have 15 feet of movement, even once I'm inside, or...? Uh, yes. Oh, wait, no, okay. once you're inside the bubble, no, 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 no. Oh, wait, um... You're deafened inside. Yeah, no, sorry, it's difficult terrain for everyone except for Ari. Yeah, sorry about that. Because you've now... Yeah, I remembered. Because, um, you've left a sandstorm, but you've entered into just, like, a, a, a hurricane of wind, wind, basically. Sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah. Panicking wind, I, harmonica yeah, wind. Yeah, and I guess we can't, like... But it is, it's blissful science. No, you can't talk to each other. Not it's just blissful I... science inside. Yeah. Uh, unless you have some kind of, like, telepathic spell. No. Nah. God, no. God, no. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna... I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get inside the bubble and give uh, Ari a confused look. Like, uh, and then I'm gonna <laughs> drink a, uh, a little potion of health. Okay. I thought you were um, gonna just drink some beer. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> that, that's 2d4 plus 2, right? The party's still going on. Uh, it, it, I don't. I don't know. It depends on what potion of healing you're using. Uh, just a regular old potion. Of healing. That's is impressive. it two d four plus two? Okay. Two d four plus two. So that's a cool six health I get back. Let's go. Mm. It's right. like one of those silent discos where everyone wears headphones and they're just dancing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that concludes my turn, I suppose. Okay. Uh, what's your passive perception again, Flintlock? Uh, sixteen. 16. With a 16, as you run in and you, you gesture at Ari and then you take off, take out a little flask and Ari's like, oh my god, he's not getting back on the piss already, is he? You <laughs> see, you guzzle the flask, you feel a bit refreshed, you feel some of the wounds, like, knitting back together. And then, uh, you look around just to see what's going on around you and actually through the storm, you can see Rune, the automaton, who is still appears to just be playing his game even though many of the pieces have fallen onto the ground. And you actually see... That circle that I've drawn around him, you hear uh, a clunk, yep. and you actually see uh, Rune descend into the floor. Just very casually, not looking around like this was meant to happen. He just descends into the floor on some sort of like motorized platform. Do Ari, I have you can to also. Make you can intelligence save? Yes, you do, sorry. Because um, you started your turn in the sandstorm. But uh, yeah, Ari, you also, you, you also see this. Because you now have time to sort of collect your thoughts and you can look around you and make things out. I got a 12. Yeah, that's a fail. That's a 12 total? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, plus zero intelligence. Yeah, I'm stupid. Seven points of psychic damage. 
Awesome. Oh, that goes to your health potion. As you finish swigging <laughs> that, that health potion, you feel um, a bit better, and then you hear the screams resume. Like, ah! <laughs> you drop the flask. That's cool, and yeah, that's my turn, I guess. Alright, Farrand, you're next. You are also Here right on the, the edge of the warding wind. Here comes the... Same, is that saving through? Yes. Oh, Farron. That's... Come on. Um, 9 plus 2 is 11, guys. Plus uh, 2 is 13. 13, yes. Yeah, oh, no. 6, 10... 13 points of psychic damage to you, Farrand. Oh, Farrand. Flintlock and Ari, you see Farrand screaming in pain, and then you actually see him drop down to the floor. As he's oh, right no. on the very edge of your warding wind, just his gauntlet pff, crashes to the floor, the heavy gauntlet, and just the gauntlet makes it into the warding wind. So it's just curled up in front of you, Flintlock. The palm outstretched. Cool <laughs> fact. That... Our bond does not disappear even if I die. You have to make if I straight up die, you guys remain bonded. Uh, you have to make a death saving for a fair. Oh no. Is up. That oh, was a death fail saving on the death saving throw. I got yay. Oh. So you now you now have one fail. No. Someone save him. <laughs> okay. That's wrong. Next what? up is. Wait, is it wrong? No, it's fine. I mean, what are we saying then? Just talking about my own DD Beyond. Okay. <laughs> Bugging out. Uh, next up is uh, Zarian number one. He is going to draw his sword, take a swing at Akros. First, he has to make an intelligence saving throw, which he fails. There's 20 points of damage. He is actually very, very weak now. And he makes draws his sword to make an attack after he Akros has taken out his friend. The attack hits. For just two points of damage against Akros, takes out his sword. Akros goes to jump back. Ari, you can see because he's right on the edge of your warding wind, but the sword manages to slice just his cheek. Um, and that is going to be the Zarian's turn, which means Figolb, you are next, my friend. You are currently <laughs> just standing on the roof of this building, shoveling sand into your mouth. I'm having um, some good tucker, mate. <laughs> That's so nice just keep that in mind for roleplay purposes as to what your character might want to do. Uh, oh, he's pretty. He's, oh, and you, like, have to, you have to make another um, intelligence saving throw because he's still inside the storm. Oh. Right. Good number, please. Oh. That's a six. That's fail, oh, my friend. Oh, my God. It needs to stop. Nine. That's 12 points of psychic damage. You're like, mm, I need the sand. The sand's going to make me feel better, but it doesn't make you feel better. It just makes you feel worse. <laughs> All right. Yo, so, how's everyone's uh, backup characters right now? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, what are we fighting, by the way? What the fuck? We're fighting... We'll find out. ...sand gullet monster. <laughs> We're fighting the gods. All right. I guess we'll find out. Stay tuned, boys. So... Um... I'm just going to say, what, what makes you think that you're necessarily fighting something and this isn't just initiative turns because it's an action sequence? You're not necessarily fighting an enemy. There is something going on. We're just and the best to way to, the best way to until this Yeah, the best way to structure over. it 
is to run it in terms oh, of initiative. Oh, you're just so killing us for fun then. So don't think about it in terms of fighting a creature. Kind of Tim, would you say that this... Uh... Like a psychological natural disaster. It just happened. Mm. Good point. Thank Tim, would you, you say that this, um, this section of the city is named Darud? Darud? <laughs> that's, no, awesome, uh, that's, that's a terrible joke, and no. <laughs> Why would you say that? Oh my god, <laughs> Alright, so I think what I might do is use a combination of things, basically, because Figolb is sitting on the roof, right? And there's a lot of sand mm -hmm. on the roof. You know where there's more sand? On the ground. It's on the ground. There's massive drifts of it. So how tall is this <laughs> building exactly? Uh, you know what, you get inspiration for a start. Um, <laughs> and what were you saying? Uh, I was saying, how tall is this, like, building that Figolb is on? Uh, 30 feet up into the air. 30 feet. Alright, so what? So Figol was gonna. So a few stories. That. Two. So Figol was gonna be like, alright, I need to get to where there's more sand on the ground. Mm -hmm. So he's he's gonna he's gonna attempt to get down there off this roof. Um, and he's gonna start by. Um, basically. Teleporting down to the ground. Okay. Um, another misty using, step? Using another misty step, yeah. That's and then action. from there, he's going to use his movement to. Uh, so what, he's like he's like here it's on the map now. Feet. Yeah, so you're here in the middle of the street. Yep. All right. Um. What is it? What would I, if I was if I was wanting to eat weird shit? What would I? <laughs> where would I? What would I want to do? Uh, so I can I can point you to some. Uh, Drift. So I, sand. There's a big tasty looking drift of sand there. There's another big tasty <laughs> pile of it over there. And there's it's starting to accumulate there in the corner. It's an all you well. can eat buffet in the desert. Man. So, from Freak Off, from your perspective, you're like shoveling sand into your mouth. You walk down the street, you see a big tasty drift. So, you <laughs> misty step down <laughs> onto right. the ground. Five, and you try ten, and decide what, which, which one looks tastier. Alright, Figolb moves 15 feet. Because he's moving hard. It's glinting and glittering in he's, the moonlight. He's so close to it, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, Henry and and none of the pets are out. I don't know why. Yeah, none of the pets are they out. They can go out here. All right, but you know, he's so close, and he's like, "No, I, I can't move any further." And so, like in his final desperate attempt in his turn, he's pushing he, through the sandstorm to get he, to the big drift. He, he he holds out his little orb and summons Fred, who then wildfire teleports him to the. <laughs> <sand>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so there's an explosion of flame, and you teleport into the sand drift, and you're just uh, sitting in the sand drift, just looking around. He's like, mm. <laughs> and Fred's oh. just giving you like a strange, like judging look. He doesn't really know why the fuck you're doing this. <laughs> and you, you know how sand sometimes you get those big chunks of sand yeah. that can pack oh. together. You, you go to offer him one. Yeah, I was gonna say he like <laughs> he offers Fred some sand. And Fred just Fred's... looks down at it and looks up at you, very very perplexed. Fred's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Okay, uh, back up to the top with Akros. Akros is uh, right on the edge of the warding wind, and he's currently fighting this Zarian, so he's going to make... Uh, well, for a start, he's going to move five feet into your warding wind, Maddie. So, Maddie, as you turn around, you just see Akros step in, wipe some sand off his glistening, sweaty brow, wipe some blood off his cheek, and then he turns around, and he's going to shoot uh, another Sacred Flame at the Zarian. So... From his blade comes fire. Attack um, of opportunity. No. Well, the, oh yes, yeah, sorry, you did. It's true. 
Thank you, Jesus. Trying to fucking prank Akros here. Uh, well, the attack hits. <laughs> oh no, he's dead because of me. It does 11 points of damage, which means he is now in a critical state. Um, as he goes to step into the warding wind, he wipes the sand and sweat of his brow. You see uh, Arian Flintlock, and then <laughs> he jumps forward and looks around to find that um, one of the Zarians has slashed him over the back. So he turns around and then sh- shoots uh, another sacred flame at him. Um, so that's a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. That is a fail. So that is 1d8 radiant damage. That's the max, so it's 8 points of radiant damage to uh, Zarian 2. Doesn't quite take him out, um, but Zarian 2 sort of uh, gets knocked backwards. Uh, Akros is actually... Actually, yeah, he's just going to stay inside of the warding wind, actually. Um, Then the other two barmen are going to... Also make intelligence saving throws. So the first one's a fail... The second one is a success. So that is 11 points of damage to Barman number two. The female half-orc, Ari, you see Akros, uh, after he shoots a sacred flame, it's not enough to uh, take out the other Zarian um, that's currently standing over his uh, either unconscious or killed comrade. Um... And Akros looks on in horror as the female half-orc barman who was actually helping serve you guys just, you know, a few minutes before. She starts screaming and then just collapses in a heap on the ground. Oh no. They're dropping like flies. So there are now two bodies on the ground. Uh, This ain't very fly. (laughs) Harry, you're next. Okay, so... First things first. Oh, by the way, you also, after Akros uh, looks, sees his comrade fall, he turns over to you, he shouts something, but clearly he doesn't quite understand the spell works, because, yeah, you're deafened and he's deafened, so it's just, you don't know what so, he's saying. Will he just, like, do this with your ears, like? Yeah. <laughs> he's just like... First and only priority right now yeah. is the safety of her fallen friend. So That's she fair. is going to take one step closer... So Farron's unconscious body is now within All right. the... As the you take a step closer, the warding wind moves with you and Akros returns to the storm. And he just looks on... He looks he's at half you. in there? Yeah. Well, no, he's, he's in the storm. Yeah. So then, as... Duration, which is 10, ten minutes. minutes. Yeah. But it requires concentration, correct? Uh, does it say requires concentration? Yes. Concentration up to 10 minutes. Then yes. <laughs> okay, so if I perchance have a point of inspiration, can I give it to another party member so they can use it on a death save? I'm going to say yes, but they have to use it this turn. I would like I to look towards Farron and her heart goes... You see Farron's eyes are just like opening and closing. Oh, Farron, Ari no! He's slipping in and out of consciousness. angry person on the outside, <laughs> but deep down she, she loves people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something she's always craved is 
love and attention from people close to her. And a family. And she loves these party members. They're her new family. Mm -hmm. The only family that have ever truly loved her. So she is going to try keep him within the safety of this wind and just kind of look look to him and just pray to her her gods that he received some form of inspiration hmm. that she has been given in the past by trying to sacrifice herself to save her party members in the past. So he's making eye contact with him and, and willing him to, to keep fighting. So okay. James, you are now in have possession of my one point of inspiration. And you also have the d4 as well. Oh wait, no, do you have the d4 from Emboldening Bond uh, if you're unconscious? D4 does not go for death saves, I think. I would double I mean, check saving that. throws are included, right? And saving throws? Yeah, all... it's, it's a saving yeah. throw. So, so you yeah. do have the d4. Yep, yeah, because I'm within 30 feet. Good, good, good. Okay, Zarian 2 is... Oh wait, no, Zarian 2 is unconscious. Whoops. We have uh, an emboldening bond. Take him off. Uh, that means, Duva, you have no idea what is going on downstairs. But uh, None. you are now just in front of the door. I would like to take out my axe and break mm. down the door heroically. Okay. <laughs> Make an attack. <laughs> cool. Is this a disadvantage or...? Uh, no, no, just a normal attack. Uh, so that'd be a 23. Yeah, 23. You take out the door, yeah. you splinter it with one strike, and then kick the remains of it down. And from the perspective of the Cortisons that you see, that and uh, they're not half naked. They're actually um, mostly clothed because they didn't really get to that point with Figol. But they're just on the bed <laughs> and the cushions, and they're like frantically, a couple of them are trying to close the shutters. And from their perspective, now they're now getting invaded by a Minotaur. He's just cut down Shining style the door with an axe and kicked it yeah. down and marched in, thinking you're being really heroic, but in actual fact, you're just scaring the piss out of these people. So they look over and they're just <laughs> screaming. You can just see like absolute like mortified death in their eyes. And you're just looking around. Like, I... <laughs> Like snorting out of your nose. <laughs> Figolb! Where is the goblin? Can I, can I hear One of this? them just shakily, <laughs> shakily points at the last remaining open window, which is the like the rightmost window, where the shutters are still open. And one can of them I just, hear this, um, just about to close it. <laughs> can I hear this like, shouting that's taking place? Because I do have the highest passive perception in the group. You do, but they're on the top floor. You're right on the street outside, and there's just chaos all around you. So I'm going to say just no. There's no way you can hear that. You have spell. Uh, so you still have movement, Duva, and he's just like I know. You don't have movement. Oh yeah, because you. I do have movement. Yeah, you do. You do I, I, you I did. Use yeah. the attack on the door. Yeah. I, I shout, Denny, close it! I'm going through. <laughs> and then he's about to I close use it, all of my just... movement to get to the window. Heroically uh, trying you, to sail. Uh, you can make it across yeah. the entire room because they're yeah. just, they're pointing out the window, and you're just like, what the fuck? Is there a balcony or something? You look through the window. There is no balcony. There is just a street. And as you look down at well, first you can see the distorted, twisting faces for the first time inside the sandstorm. Oh, that's horrific. The other thing you can see as you look down at the street below is Figolb shoveling sand into his mouth. I, I point down to Figolb and I say, Stay there! I'm coming to get you! He's just like a toddler in a sandpit, just sitting with yeah. his legs played out, just like, mm. Mm, Yeah, yeah my, my perception's terrible. not that good, so I'm not seeing him eating the, the sand. I just no, no, see him at the can, bottom you, of this. You, yeah. you see the little gobble. Well, you can see a goblin yeah. shape, but he, he's, he's like crumb chicken, right? He's covered in sand. Yeah. So he just looks bizarre. Uh, poor man. A crumbed chicken goblin yes. sandcastle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's making a perfect Absolutely. sandcastle. As, oh, the, like... the, the other thing you can see, by the way, is just chaos all around. There's just people running into buildings, and it's just a mess down in the street below. 
us. Have I got any movement left, or no, is that, that where that, I am that is at the all window? Your, all your movement. Okay. Also, to climb through a window would be half your movement anyway. Yeah. So there's okay. no way you can do anything. All right, that's that's the end of my turn. I say, wait there, Fiegel, I'm coming for you. Okay, uh, Farand, you're up. Make me another death saving throw. Remember, you have inspiration here and also a d4. That's a success anyway. Oh, thank oh, thank my god, god yeah. dude. Jesus. Wait, I did wait, I like forgot that he was even down. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah thank yeah. Torm. Thank, thank Torm. Okay. Thank the gods. <laughs> and you also don't take any damage because you're within Ari's uh, Wailing Wind. Oh, I should I do a intelligence saving throw? Oh yeah, you should have, sorry. Thanks for yes, reminding me. Hold on. Disadvantage? <laughs> oh that would be like a Three, so I will be taking damage. Oh wait, why would you have disadvantage? You don't have disadvantage on the intelligence saves. Oh, okay. Well, that's still it's a, a mental three. save. You have disadvantage yeah, on physical saves <laughs> while you're inside here. Wow, that's really uh, interesting. So, well, uh, so yeah, what was it again? A three. A three. Wait, is, is your intelligence really negative ten? No. Which um, is the coin? I rolled first and then rolled again for oh, disadvantage, okay, so I, I, I don't have the second yes, roll. Right. Yeah. Okay. I was like, holy shit, do you have a negative 10 modifier? That's insane. Oh, God, that would be terrible. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that is 16 points of psychic damage, not halved to you, Duva. Oh, it's never halved. No. Oh, this is fun. All right. Flintlock, you're next. A little over me, eh? Yeah. Um, all right, I, I, I see Farron. Uh... Not doing so hot <laughs> in the whirling wind. I'm like shit. Uh, I move over to him and I, I, I can give him a uh, healing potion, right? I got one more in my inventory. As an action, yes. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna do that. Okay. I'm gonna open up his big elephant mouth. I'm gonna move the trunk out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, Ugh. and you take out the flask gonna... and you're like, look, mate. I know you didn't want anything to drink tonight, but you're gonna have to drink this. Up. Your life depends <laughs> on better. it. Much better than and my like, role. It takes both of your like gnarled hands to like stimulate his throat to get him to it's swallow like... it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm trying to get the trunk out of the way. Yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> you kind of, you kind of need like, you, like shit. I need like three arms to do this, but you can like just about do it with, like an elbow, and then like, <laughs> and Farron, you do indeed feel the healing, and uh, are you stay. You get a cool nine are? HP, baby. I believe you're up. I revive. Because that's yeah. a healing Yes. Yay! Yeah. So, he then rises up off the ground. And Farrand is all good for now. Um, next up is Zarian number one, who has to make an intelligence save. That is a failure, which means he takes three. Uh, seven, eleven. Eleven points of psychic damage. That is, unfortunately, enough to kill Zarian one. Ari, you look on as Zary one screeches, and much like uh, the half elf, sorry, the half orc female barmaid that you saw uh, fall to the ground before, he also falls down. So now there are just three corpses on the ground. Well, two corpses and one person who could just be unconscious, but either way, they're all getting covered in sand. Uh, and only Akros and the dwarven barman out of that group now survive. Um, next up is. Akros himself. Akros, seeing that uh, the two Zarians have now fallen in battle, he is actually going to go step inside. Wailing Wind. Go 5, 10, 15. He can't say anything to you. Um, Ari, actually, no, he's going to be there. He can't say anything to you because, you know, you're deafened, but 
you can just like see his lips moving and you actually see him point over to where Rune was playing the chess and that platform has now descended into the ground and he's pointing over there. Uh, and actually, he doesn't need to use an action, so he's actually going to dash. He's actually going to risk it by going 5, 10, 50. He's going to lead the way, uh, running out of your Wailing Wind and into the storm. So he's only about he's about 15, uh, 20 feet away from uh, where that platform has descended into the ground. Okay, next up is uh, Barman number 3, the Dwarf. He's going to make another check, which he succeeds, lucky him. And he's going to go 5, 10, 15, and he just about makes it to the Wailing Wind, but he's unfortunately about, stops about 5 feet short. Um, and then it is you, Ari. <laughs> well, they're currently getting covered in sand, and there's just chaos going on all around you, so it's probably not a good idea to... <laughs> I'll get it later. <laughs> I just really want their clothes. Okay, so Ari is gonna try gesture to her comrades mm -hmm. and be like, we're following this buddy. Okay. She's gonna go five, ten... 15, and she's going to bring the Wailing Wind with her, so uh, for, so now Akros, Ari, Flintlock, and Farron. Farron, I'll just move you up, by the way, because you have actually stood up, correct? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, um, so you've stood up, she's... so now the Wailing Wind is just forming a sphere around uh, Akros, Ari, Flintlock, and Farron, and the others are all just sort of getting left behind. Mm. But to be fair, two of them are dead and one of them is unconscious. Anything else you'd like to do, Ari? could dash, but I want to keep people safe within the sphere, so I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. Instead, she's just gonna try gesture to keep up with with Mr. Man. Well, actually, you're the one you're the one that's cast it, so you could actually move 30 feet without dashing. But I don't know if that's something you want to do. Pardon? Your movement isn't half because you're the one who cast it. Oh, true. So you don't you don't have to dash. You can move okay. one more unit and we'll also be in it. Yeah, you can move one more unit. Yeah, uh, okay. There we go. But then I'd be okay. on top of Mr. Man. No? What? Okay. Don't worry. No, you're your next one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyth anything else? No, that's my turn. I'm just going to put in my notes to get dead man's clothes because I'm... Fair. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> important. <laughs> Priorities. Safe uh, friend. Get dead man's clothes. Duva, you're next. Yeah, uh, I want to jump out the window but okay. not land on Vigal. Oh, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to rage first. I don't know. You can rage as a bonus action. And then jumping out of the window will actually be your movement. It'll be half your movement to jump out of the window, and then you'll take damage on your fall. So that's how it's going to work. How high is the the? Is it sixty feet? You're the third story, so yeah, oh. you're you're sixty. Um, well, the ceilings are quite high here, so yeah, you're pretty. You're about fifty yeah. feet up. Fifty feet up. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna rage. I'm gonna get myself psyched up. You know, if okay. you get the people on the diving board that kind yeah. of psych themselves up before they jump out of the window. It's like, that's Mr. What it's like Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. Okay. Uh, but as she rages, that means that she gets an effect. 
That's so true. The second she kind of goes a bit crazy. So it's gonna be it's gonna be five d six uh, full damage. By the way, let us pray that it helps yep. rather than you know fucks us. <laughs> yeah. No, you're gonna kill us all, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically, it's a very useless one, which is very funny. Um, so it's uh, 15 feet around me. Vines and flowers grow okay. up. It becomes difficult terrain oh, for your so enemies. Pretty. Okay. So the courtesans just look on as you're just like looking around. And you, you shout it down at Figol, and they're like, what the fuck is she going to do? And you just, they just see vines and flowers, just all this like lovely growth and a couple it's of. It's very beautiful. Yeah, it's very beautiful just within it, but it just gets covered in sand. But then because it's magical, it just seems to brush the sand off. So it's just this, this beautiful green oasis in this sandy desert that is the courtesan's room at the moment. And it just trails down the side of the building as yeah, she yeah, goes yeah. as well. It comes through, it goes, yeah. vines grow out through the window, and they actually start to push the window apart a little bit, just to give you a little bit more space. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd like to land beside Fiegolb, not actually on Fiegolb. So you're not going to have to roll anything so, to, to not land okay. on Fiegolb. You can, you can pick your trajectory and then pretty much fall straight down. <laughs> Fiegolb isn't yeah. directly Stole. below you, by the Fiegel way. He's, he's off to the side. So <laughs> you then jump down, and then what kind of like jump? What kind of Iron Man landing do you do as you just barrel out of the window? I'm not going to do a superhero landing. No. I'm going to do one of those straight on, like, just crouch a little bit kind of landings. Okay, okay. To try and, try There's and no minimize three point, the damage. It's just, yeah. All right, let's roll it. Three, four... Eight, nine, yep. Uh, fifteen. Halved because I'm yeah. Raging. So it's really not that bad. You actually land on your feet, and you you feel you know your bones sort of like um, rattle around, but you you can tank it pretty well. Um, so you can look around, and you don't have any more movement. Um, well, actually, no, you, you still have half your. Uh, but yeah, no, you don't have any more movement because you're still within the sandstorm. So you don't have any more movement, but you do still have an action. As you look around, you see Figob's off to your right. Um, and I'll move your token to where you are now. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You're, you're there, pretty much. Okay, yeah. so... I I now see him eating the sand. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a goblin thing. Like, I have no <laughs> idea. Like, I think, you know how... You know, Flintlock was coughing up barnacles, yeah. and she kind of thought that was just a Flintlock thing. Well, now she is adamantly convinced that goblins have a diet of sand. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, she's going to be like, I'm here, I'm here. Uh, I also need to do an intelligence save. Yes, you do. Yay, I passed. Oh my god. How are you, is that two 19s in a row for the intelligence save? No, no, I had, a, I had a fail. Oh yeah, you did, in between. You, you did have a fail, but you've been doing very, what is going on? There's something in the, something in the air tonight. Um, it's, the, it's the hookah. So, so, yeah, something sand. in the, the sand is in the air. <laughs> yeah. Can you it's feel the other it spice the she's been smoking. Nah. So F- Figolb is um Figolb is gonna see Duva land and uh, he's he's gonna take a moment to <laughs> sand and he's, he's got like a pile of sand in his hand that he's putting in his mouth and he's gonna like look at it and then take it out and and offer it to Duva. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Duva. Duva will reach out to take the sand. <laughs> Okay. And the hand that is offering the sand, but that will come to my next turn. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is just a goblin custom. So there's, uh, you're not using an action. Uh, can I? I don't. I don't think I can. No, you can. Because I've got no movement left. You use your bonus action. You don't have any movement oh. left, but you do still have an action. Can I? Ooh, can I 
take that extended hand and lift Figolb to yeah, yeah, sure. my, uh, like, to cradle him. Oh, you want to against my well, my bosom? Uh, Figolb has to be a willing creature, otherwise, you are. Uh, I'm gonna have to roll a check for this. You're parting him from his sand. Yeah, I'm no, I don't know. Sand. You, you're you're a willing creature, Figolb. Don't get between them. Absolutely and not. Why would Figolb is not willing. <laughs> so as you go to grasp, you go to grasp his hand, and what seems like this epic, lovely moment, as you then go to pick him up by the back and cradle him like a baby, he just starts squirming. So I'm yeah, he starts make... fucking squealing, <laughs> <laughs> screaming as you take him away from the sand. So as you go to lift him up, Duva, I'm going to have you uh, try and uh, you know it'll be contested, so you both have to roll strength checks. Yeah, good luck. Uh, oh, is this, uh, strength, uh, are these <laughs> so Are these at a disadvantage? Is this a disadvantage or what? Uh, no, no, no disadvantage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, that'd be a 28 year <laughs> <Yes. goal. laughs> <laughs> He like barely manages to struggle and then you just like ed- quite expertly just pick him up and basically just like, just like a bag of shit. And you just pick him up. And just, I just swaddle him yeah, in my massive arms. You just like restrain him it's really okay. easily. He's still like it's squirming, okay. but there's just there's like he get, can't do anything. He's like scratching you. You don't even feel it because you're raging. It's, <laughs> it's like, okay. I've got you. Him. I've got you. No. It's like taking a child that's throwing a tantrum. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like a child at a sandpit who doesn't want to leave. Figol actually yeah. like it, it tries to like like bite you with his fangs, but it doesn't even draw blood because you have this like thick like minotaur hide. <laughs> And I'd like okay. to just use my body as a shield, and then I don't. That would be an action, wouldn't it? That'd be my action. To pick well, him yeah, up. To pick him up as your action. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then I'd like to just position myself so that my body is a shield to protect him from the sand. Not that it's gonna help, but you know. Well, the, the only thing we can really <laughs> do is sort of like go into a fetal position because yeah. he is gonna be like in front of you at all times. So yeah. there's not really there's not really much you can do without remaining stationary. All right, that's fine. I'll just pick him up and. Squeeze okay. him a little bit, you know. It's okay. I've got you. Okay. I've got you. Uh, Flintlock, you're next. <laughs> I'm gonna switch it up this time. Okay. <laughs> and move and move and do nothing else. Okay. <laughs> uh, nice. five, ten, fifteen, and I guess I'll take the dash action to move here. Okay. So you just and push past Arian Akros and end your turn at the, the front of the warding wind of that sphere. Yep, I suppose I do. Alright. By the way, I, I had Farron's turn before Flintlock uh, last round, by the way. The reason for that is because uh, two F names in a row on my initiative sheet confuses me, apparently. So the reason Farron, for that is you wanted to you, kill Farron before yeah, I, was, I could I was, give him a health potion. Yeah, you did just sort of quickly... It was, it was Take not away my turn. Sorry about that. Farrand, you're next. Alright. I'm going to be walking up behind Ari. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, like, attempt to reach through the wind and tap her on the shoulder. Okay. And I'm going to point back at the little dwarf that's slowly running through the sandstorm <laughs> towards us. Can I see him? Yeah, he's a bit far away. He's, he's starting to, to disappear. I think most people view, have though. left. Most people have left by now. Well, uh, I mean, you can see there's people like hiding underneath tables, and a lot of people mm. running out. But um, a lot of people probably they, fucking dead. They're just confused. But uh, yeah, the, the, there's quite a few bodies around you at this point. Um, Farrand is gonna be rather uh, upset about leaving behind someone uh, that's uh, still alive. He looks under the tables and sees that like there's some people. Yeah. So you look out. You, you see, got? there's a 
There's a halfling woman sort of dressed for a party. Now she's got sand in her hair. Uh, and there's also a halfling man, again, like dressed. Um, the, the halfling woman is dressed in like a little little dress, and the man's in like a velvet smoking jacket. And do they notice like the. Uh, and everything. Do they notice the big giant amounts of wind blowing the sand all off of them? It's probably a lot. Uh, well, even yes, though it's actually. probably hurting their ears. It probably yeah. like feels a lot better than screams off yeah, the band. Yeah, so the, 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 the sphere has now. Um, yeah, the, the sphere is now covering them because Ari's moved. So um, they're just like looking up at you, and obviously they can't say anything, but. Um, uh, yeah, that they're not. They, they can see that there's a sphere uh, covering Ari, basically. Yep, I'm gonna attempt to look under and like gesture for them to follow. I point at the uh, elf. Yep, half elf, not to be like, yeah, but I point at Ari, mm-hmm. and then I like like gesture for them to follow us, and then I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast mass healing word. Okay, and I'm gonna use it on Flintlock, Ari, myself. Our, uh, Aros? Akros. Akros. And the dwarf. Ooh. The dwarven man. Nice. Um, and that is. And, and the dwarf. So, uh, not the two halflings that are underneath the table. Actually, how many is that? One, two, three, four, five. So, I can do it in one of the halflings. Okay. I do the war man. Wow. Yeah, bit, of, bit right. of a gentle sir, bit of a neck beard, bit of a uh... <laughs> what the fuck? All right, that's four health. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Thank you. Everyone gets four health, baby. Woo! Well, commoner health is only four HP, so uh, that halfling woman is now at max HP. Um, and the barman, yeah, he's doing pretty good. Um, well done, Farrant. Well, well done. Hmm. Good round. Good round. Um, okay. Anything else you'd like to do? <clears throat> I still have my action. Well, wasn't that your action? Or is Mass Healing Word a bonus action? Mass Healing Word is a bonus action because it is a okay. healing word and it is so fucking shit. Um, what okay. should I do? How long is this? Ah, oh, it's touch. Do you, do you still have movement? No, um, movement I moved ten feet, so I have one more five feet of movement. I see, I see. Um, I feel like it's too dangerous to um, head out at the moment. I'm going to move here mm-hmm. with my last foot of movement. And I can't really see too much outside. Is there anyone underneath the bar? Uh, there's nobody underneath the bar. At least not immediately there. I mean, there's there's people all around, but nobody right in front of you. Yes. Alright, so I'm going to stay here, and what should I do with my action? Any good spells I got? Not really. <laughs> this warding wind was a very good call, by the way. Maddie, well done. It was. It's very smart. Big brain. See, that's why you don't always pick combat spells, because sometimes you get into situations like this where you really need certain things. Thank you. Yeah, really helping me out. Thanks, Maddie. Literally. Oh, you're welcome. As soon as you mentioned it was in the bar, I was like, I have warning wind. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to do a I cool little thing you. now. I'm going to yeah. redo the... Oh, wait, hang on a second. He's not too far away. Yeah, he's five feet out. 
This kind yeah. of reminds me of Waterdeep Dragon Heist when we had uh, the little bubble on the ground and we were moving it at like that. Oh yeah, like a, sub like a submarine. That, like, that one stupid yeah. scene in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I can <laughs> my turn! Okay, that's the end of your turn. Yep. Well, you did all you could and uh, you, you helped people out, Baron, and you're a cleric. So. so feel good about yourself, okay? Just five more feet. I would have straight up stripped the bond off of Flintlock and put it on the dwarf instead. Oh my god! If he was <laughs> oh willing, friend. Figob, you're next. Yeah, you're I mean, currently you're uh, grappled by Duva, so... Um, you're fine. But he Figob doesn't have quick. sand. Struggle yes. to break free from Duva's grasp. It's your turn. Let's see if this works right. out for you. So in an <laughs> attempt to try and uh, get free... Um... You can make an attempt to try and get free. Yeah. No, 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 no. That'll be nope. your action. No, with my mom. He's muscles. gonna attack Duva here. <laughs> no, no, no. no. He's gonna summon all of like Beatrice and everyone. So, like, so Fred is gonna Fred is gonna stand next to next to us, um, and is gonna use fire teleportation to <laughs> fifteen feet directly in the air. <laughs> fifteen feet up into the air. Yeah. Uh, so Duva teleporting is, in, into the you air. are. Yeah. It's like a strategic okay. drop, so her, okay. her grip might loosen slightly because he's. Here's the of... thing. Here's the thing. Duva is currently considered an enemy. Yeah. Are <laughs> you yeah. doing this to break her grapple? Which means fire teleportation is going to damage her. It won't damage you though. <laughs> oh, true. With the like the thingy thingy. So I mean. Yeah, maybe not a good it. idea then. Well, it's no, fine. Just, if that's what Beagle would do, just do it. Think about your sand. Think about the sand. Like, no, that's what I mean. Like, right there's now. probably a better way of doing this, actually. I mean, yeah, if, if there's if there's another way to do it, sure. But this, just that, that is your motivation, so... Fred, like, get <clears> these out of mind. Motivation is sand. All right. Can I, can I try and, like, use my action to break free? We'll see if I can just do it that way yeah, first. Yeah, you, you can just do a grab. Okay. All right, so what do I need to do for that? Yeah, that'll be my action. Contested. Contested strength. That's only almost. a fourteen. Almost. Yeah, that's, that's a nap. I got a, a fourteen. I, I got a zero. <laughs> yeah. So Figob, you like you try and struggle, but it's just nothing's happening. I've all. got you. It's strong. okay. Right. I've got you. So um. She, she's singing you lullabies as you're like. <laughs> easy now. It's alright. Yeah. Let me look at my spell list real quick, because I might have something fairly uh. Oh no. Fairly awesome to cook up. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so Figob's not exactly the type of person that wants to, um, you know, be putting himself fifteen feet in the air. No. Um. So, is would you say Figob's able to like reach and reach and like pull out one of his summons? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So he's gonna he's gonna summon Henry, and then okay. he's gonna ask Henry to deliver sand from the floor to his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and so you take out your little, your little runic stone and you sort of will it to crack open up and then it, it reseals itself it's basically a pokeball a Feywild pokeball and out Not of it comes bird. Henry and Henry dips down into the sand drift and he grabs up he doesn't really get much um, so he just, do you want to like, he picks up with his beak or with his claws with his oh yeah with, with, with his beak he with like mother feeds me 
And then he, he goes oh, up to you and uh, Duva, you just see this you just see this owl with um all these like Feywild uh ruins and inscriptions on it glowing um faintly, like dimly blue, just within the sandstorm all around you. And you just see the owl, Figob's mouth is just like she's just finished like trying to bite you. His mouth just opens up and the owl just goes and just shoots some sand directly into his mouth. He just goes, nom, 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 nom. Dewberry is convinced she's having the weirdest trip right now. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, no. this is this is some worth, good the hookah, best man. And worst high she's ever this is yeah. Incredible. This is an owl is, is baby birding sand into a goblin's yeah. mouth that you're cradling. I need to do this my intelligence chest as well, right? Yeah, too. you do. It's like yeah. a cr- it's like a crazy dream right now. Yeah, it's a fever dream, but it's like the weirdest trip. Uh, eleven. Eleven. That is a fail. <laughs> this is please some don't, good spice. Please don't kill me. That's eleven points of psychic damage. Wow. Are you How's still that? up? Three, yeah. Are you still okay? You yeah. Alive? How you doing? Yeah. Okay. Good. Epic. I definitely may not be if this goes one more turn, though. Uh, that's your turn. <laughs> Akros is hey, next. Don't worry. Akros Fair is going to move uh, 5, um, 10, 15, and he actually. You see him, uh, Ari, Flintlock, and Farrand, as you're within that whirling sphere of wind. You see him actually uh, just sprint. He takes one last look at the barman, just like a, a sorry look at the dwarven barman that he's leaving behind, and he just take a, takes a sprint into just this open. Um, space on the floor where the platform containing Rune playing the game of Conquest, the automaton, has descended, and he dives into the platform, and he just dives right out of sight. Okay. That was his turn. Um, oh, actually, let me just take a look at something real quick. Um, he is also going to... Uh, actually, no. That's all he's going to do. Next on the order is uh, the Dwarven Barman. He is going to uh, try and... He's going he's to use his dash to move 30 feet into your whirling wind. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He just makes it. Uh, but because he started his turn in the sand, as the you just see the Dwarf barreling towards you, um, he's going to have to make a check. He fails... Gonna make Jesus. 12 points of uh, damage. So, thanks to you, Farron, you are the only reason he's still alive as he's just like clutching at his head, manages to quickly, like, just reach your whirling wind. Um, and he actually, as soon as he reaches the whirling wind, he just looks over at you, Farron, and he gives you just like a respectful nod. The nod. Uh, now, the halfling couple that were underneath. The table. It's their turn. Um, they're going to use their action to get out of the table, and now they're now surrounding you, Ari, uh, inside the whirling yep. wind, looking still incredibly confused by what's going on. Um, but they also look over at Farrand as um, the woman that you heal, Farrand, has sort of stopped clutching her face, and she sort of also gives you just like a thankful look. Um, Ari, it's your turn. Okay. Um. Okay. So Ari, in is now kind of she's gathered her bearings yep she kind of you know she's not panicked harmonicering she's no. doing like a, a, <laughs> and a nice gentle rhythm. tune that nobody can hear yeah. 
How long has it been since she cast? Oh, the wind? That was either three or four rounds ago. I really should be keeping track of time. It's but, almost been um, half a minute since this all started. Yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> everything's taken place in like less than 30 seconds. Okay, so we still have 10 minutes or 9 minutes. Yeah. So she is going to try grab the attention of the deaf Flintlock and Farrand. She's going to try using one hand, try wave obnoxiously. Mm -hmm. And when she grabs her attention, she's going to point to the hole and try a gesture for them to go in. For Flintlock and, and Farrand, or like just everybody you gesture to? Yeah, basically everybody. everyone yeah. in the bubble. Yep. And then she's gonna point to herself, mm -hmm. and then to the room around her, kind of being like, I'm staying to okay. keep people, and I'm gonna slowly make my way around the tables yep. to try pick people up and tell them to go to the hole. Alright, I'm gonna have, um... I'm gonna Flintlock and Farrand roll, uh... <laughs> An understanding. <laughs> uh, some kind of understanding check. I'm going to say Wisdom. insight check. Insight. Insight check, yeah. That's uh, see, 19 you can pick up what for she's doing. 19, all right, Farron, you, you think you that's get a, it from the gestures. That's a dirty 20 okay. for me. Okay. Yep, nice, so both Footlock and Farron, nice. at this point, you're, you're well, well oiled machine from a few weeks of adventuring together, so you, you get it. Um, you, you understand what Ari's trying to say. What about the rest of your turn, so, Aaron? That wasn't an action, I'm not going to say. Then she's going to slowly do 5, 10, 15. Yep. And now people around the table, she's going to try look under and try and grab their attention to be like, come here! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, yeah, you see a, a tiefling uh, woman with uh, sort of like blue skin and her horns aren't actually going up. They, they just sort of roll back onto the... Almost like um, like curled back. Almost like a hairstyle with some kind of like a bun. Um, she's underneath the table and that's actually the last person that's underneath this table because this is also where the halflings were. Um, and you can see just from the way she's dressed, she's got a corset and um, these sort of like silky Solaris colours. Um, she's probably a courtesan. Um, and she... Yeah, she sees you, but it's not her turn yet. So, um... Yeah. Let's quick roll for her. So on her next turn, she'll be able to get up and join you. Yep. Where are the halflings? Are they clinging on to Ari? Uh, no, they're yeah. there. Yeah, they're still right inside. There. They're just All inside. Right. So you guys are going to have to fucking dash. So actually, okay. we've got a few people here, so let's get some tokens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ari's on a rescue mission. Ari's on oh, a rescue mission. She's inspired by Farrand. Oh my god, I can't, like, this is the first time I've ever played with a D&D &D party, like, as the DM, where everybody is just sort of, <laughs> like, being willing to, to help. Like, you guys are actually just good guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't as have any halflings that aren't in military like gear, so we're going to use these two people. <laughs> uh, and Maybe. as for the tiefling... Let's... There she is. Hey, okay. funny story, Tim. What? I don't have my backpack on right now. What do you um, mean? What I mean what? is I am currently only carrying 34 pounds of equipment, which means I 
can carry 400 pounds worth of people. Well, well why don't you have your backpack on you? Because don't you have... Do you not have all your inventory at the moment? Um, I do have we my backpack. Because were at his parents' house. Uh, my, my backpack is well, pretty much empty because I've only okay. got, like, a water bottle, my clothes, oh, okay. the so incense, it's not... and a lighter tender box. Yeah. yeah. And my holy symbol, which is my gauntlet. Yeah. And also the circlet I've still got apparently underneath my feathery hat, mm-hmm. which I might have lost in the sandstorm. No, the, fe- oh. the feathery hat's still on. You've been crouching yes. onto it the whole time. No, <laughs> you're aware of that now <laughs> after after what happened in the store. You're, you're aware. Is, that is mine happened. still on? Yeah, yours is still, you, you you both have oh. learned from that experience. <laughs> you're holding onto your hat. One hand on our hats. <laughs> like trying to save people while looking around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, next on the order is Duva. Yeah, um, we've got a system going now. It's the weirdest high. Uh, <laughs> really, really. These shutters are they still open? Uh, that's no. a window. Oh well, actually, yeah, no. That that, that window will be open. Yeah. Th- yeah. There's no glass. These are all like wooden shutters that open and close. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna use all of my movement plus a dash action to get through that window. Okay. <laughs> um. So that's gonna so be I get to about uh, there, five I think. ten. Well, it's, it's half movement just to get through, and it's also 5, 10, 15 just to reach there. So you will yep. pretty much finish having just squeezed through the window, and you're taking Figo with you, right? Yep. Yep. So you grab, like, bundle Figo up, and you just run and jump through the shutters, and you manage to commando roll inside. Yeah, it's exact, exactly it. It's a full commando roll. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the sand going everywhere. It's, it's, it's very epic, but no one can see it. Operation Sandstorm. Ah, oh, right. Duva, what you doing? Apart from that, that's that's it. I'm basically that's burning it. as much you, as I can to try you, and get you being to safety. There, you pretty much can't see that group over there. They're yeah, I know. Too, yeah. They're too far yeah. away, so you're just stumbling blindly around. Uh, Flintlock, you're next. All right, after you know, after Ari's and uh, Farron's gestures of a uh, goodwill trying to save other people, like, I, yeah, I make well. a mad dash for the <laughs> to save myself because. <laughs> I, I can't fucking do anything. What am I gonna do? Shoot the sand? Oh, you yes. Just create your tentacle to grab people, but then that they might be scared. I, of it, that. It, it can't. It can't move. Um, it can only carry like ten pounds, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that makes um, sense. I mean, That's I can check. Save the booze, man. Take some booze with no, you. I, I think it's in character for Flintlock to just try and save his yeah. skin. A- Ari and Farron have always been the good guys of the party. I mean, Ari is chaotic goods. Yeah. What's your you know, I, 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 I think Flintlock oh, would like to help, but realistically he can't, so yeah, he's just gonna make like a mad dash for, uh, for the platform. Yeah, sure. Whatever helps yeah. Flintlock sleep at night. 15, yeah, 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 20. Uh, I, I, I guess I'm here. Yeah, no, you managed to, so that, that's just an empty space, basically. Um, oh, okay, sure. And, uh, cause you make it there, um... I will allow you to do some kind of like dive into it, um, but you are going to take some fall damage because it's just this oh, okay, basically sure. in the ground. Fall damage is the the damage so, of the so day. So you, you want to jump into it? Uh, yeah, I guess. All right, you jump into it. and Finally, like your senses start to return to you. You can't hear the screaming. You can't hear it lashing and infecting your mind. There's no sand. You're not coughing, and you were deafened in the whirling wind. You're not deafened anymore. All your senses just suddenly return to you as you jump down into this hole. And as you just look up, 
you can just see the the sandstorm still like whipping up the tap room uh, above you. Um, so it's just like this torrent of sand, but you're now below that layer of sand. Um, and you just keep falling for a few seconds until eventually you land on your back and we're going to get to what you see in just a second. So I'm going to roll some full damage for you for... I also need to take That's my intelligence damage. 10 points of damage. damage. Oh! Do you oh, have bones. Oh. You do have dark vision joints. because of your warlock. Uh, uh do I? Yeah, you do. Yes. Oh, just, okay. The Fathomless Warlock has, I think, just regular dark vision. Just super quickly, I didn't take my psychic damage. Less. You didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I'm lucky you guys were together I, to remember this Oh my this god, stuff. she's and doing an so 18. well! What the f- she's so smart. She doesn't 17. care about the voices of the crazy. Uh, what, what's going it's on, It's about the sand that is helping her. I don't know. It's, it's the fact that Fiegel, this poor precious <laughs> child, needs help. Yeah. yeah. The baby. So Must with your, with your dark vision flintlock, you can just see a very like rough, hewn uh, stone, uh, almost like a cave tunnel that's been excavated um, with just this like red sandstone. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just stretching on until you get to a doorway. That doorway is opened and you can see various different multicolored lights swirling beyond. Um, and you can you just catch a glimpse of Akros as he runs through the doorway. Yeah, can I yell at him? Can I go like, hey! Sure. Hey! He just keeps running. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I guess I, I guess through my next turn, I'll run after him. All right. Uh, next up is the Tiefling courtesan. She's going to use her turn to join you by your side, Ari. There's nothing else she can really do. Uh, Farrant, you're next. You are in the heart of the sandstorm again. Well, not the heart of the sandstorm, but you're in the outskirts of the sandstorm again. So I'm going to have you make another intelligence saving throw. This is going to be really funny when I fucking die. Ooh, paw! Uh, I mean, cool. <laughs> uh, 18. 18's success. You feel good. You feel yeah. fine. Nice. All right. I'm going to turn to the dwarf, and we are now both in the sandstorm. And I'm going to reach out both my hands and sort of, like, yell to him since he's right in front of me, Get on! <laughs> uh, the, the barman, the dwarf, yep. Yep. Okay. I'm going to let the halfling stay with Ari because I'm not sure I can carry everyone. Yeah. yeah. But I can carry 400 pounds. Oh, just so, so, about, so, so you're, picking, you're picking him up, basically. Yeah, well, I can pretty much carry two of him. I so, think. I'm so not sure how heavy. If you, heavy. Want, if you want him to, like, do something to get on you, <laughs> sounds a bit weird. I don't but, have any uh, weapons out. I can carry him in one arm. I'm, like, reaching out, like, one arm, holding my hat with my left arm. Yeah. <laughs> already holding out my right hand. Well, with, I'm, uh, what I'm saying is if you want to wrap your trunk around him, you can do that on your turn. Otherwise, it's going to take until his turn, if that makes sense, because then he has to do something. So if you make it an action to pick to, him up... If you make it an action to I'm pick him up... I'm going to then. make an action All right. so to you, pick you, him up. Yeah. Yeah. So you hold it, you're holding your hat, you reach out your gauntlet, and you're like, get on, and he just sort of, like, looks down... Um, and then you just, you're like, fuck it. You wrap your trunk around him. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you standing Sorry, up? I was just doing the classic pacing thing. Okay. So you wrap your trunk around him. He's a dwarf, so he's very, very heavy. How much can you lift with your trunk? 70 pounds. Seven, only 70. Gonna, okay. I you, was going to, like, put him into my arm. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll let you do that. How much can you pick up just with your arms? I'm sure he won't go like, Don't touch me, that's gay! Because no. <laughs> I'm fairly certain it's a pretty intense situation. You wrap can... the trunk around him, and then you sort of 
cradle him in your arms. You lift him up. All right, I can carry. I can carry 420 pounds just fine, and if I need to exert myself, I can push, drag, or lift 840 pounds. He's about 200 kilos, so that's all good. Um, about 150 to 200. He's he's a heavy boy. Um, dwarves are very dense. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Um, I'm gonna move. 15 feet because I'm being blocked by yep. the sand, so I'm almost there, but I'm going to use my bonus action. Yep, to use um, uh, another mass healing word. Okay. On. Um, I can't see Arthur or Across anymore. Nope. So I'm going to use it on myself, the dwarf, Ari, the female tiefling, and the male okay. halfling. And that's gonna heal a whopping four <laughs> HP. All right. Thank you. And the barman. Okay, so the barman is no longer in a critical state. The others are once again on max HP because they are commons. Okay, Feegold, you're next. You are now inside the congregation, away from your precious sand pile. <laughs> oh no, that's no, Henry, gonna be a problem. Henry's still flying sand over to me, like back and forth. <laughs> baby bird, baby bird. Through the window, okay. he's going through the shutters. All right, well, yeah. what's what's Henry's uh, movement? It's going to be halved. It's like sixty feet flying. Okay, so it's five, ten, fifteen, twenty. He can't make the return trip. He can, oh, he can no. get back up to there. So he flies through the shutters, gives you some sand, then flies back out the shutters and makes it just outside the shutters. He shouldn't have to go back outside, though, if there's sand building up on the inside well, of the true. bar. that's true. There is sand building up on the inside of the bar. Um, yeah, so true. Henry there's quite a lot there. of sand, actually. Yeah. Mm. All right. Bring it's going to take ages to clean this place. Do I have to do my, like, roll at the, at the like, top of my turn? Or do yep. I? Okay. I wish I wish you'd like. Alright, alright, fellas, this is it. Goodbye. Oh, come on. Come on. No. Ten. Oh. Now remember, oh, no. remember what I messaged you before. Oh. I'm not, um, I haven't told you the outcome yet. Sure, I will roll again. Okay. Your necklace roll glows as ball. you come feel on. very, very lucky. Come on. Come on. Yes! Sixteen. Woo! With a 16, you're good. Okay. Oh. You clutch the necklace tight. Oof. Oof. Don't go Good on you, Farron. You believe in... You believe in Torm now? <laughs> <laughs> believe in him now, motherfucker? <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do, Fiegel? Um... You've got amazing perception. Can you detect these guys over here where I yeah, cannot? What's your passive perception, Figo? This is pretty high. It's like 17. 17. Yeah, no, with a 17, you can see that going on over there now that you've entered the congregation. You're a bit confused at first, but as you look around with Doom, like two biceps just like covering that. <laughs> there's just enough for your eyes and your mouth, and you can see what's going on. You can see Ari right. shepherding these, uh, these frightened commoners. Okay. Because one thing you could do is tell Duva where to go, otherwise she's going for the bar. <laughs> Just hide underneath it. All right, yeah. so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you uh, where to go, but but Fikolb is gonna like shout out to to like Farand and Ari that he can see in the distance. He's gonna be like, "Hey, get this cow off of me!" <laughs> oh my god. 
Uh, hey, whoa! Ari, what's your passive perception? Um, she's deaf. Oh yeah, she's right, deaf. she is deaf. Very deaf. Farrand, considering you have very big ears, you can actually hear that. Tim, am I allowed to I nibble? look, I do hear, uh, Figob say, Get this cow off me, but I'm just like, No. Well, you can, <laughs> you can hear that, but you can't see. Because you, you don't have a non perception right. checks with sight, right. so you can't see that. So, Figob feels as if the, uh, the only, the only way to uh, break himself free. I mean, he may as well try to, like, get free as well. Um, uh, that's a ten. Ten strength. Oh, do you want me to contest? Yeah. I mean, unless, to roll a nat one unless to you don't it. want to, haha. Twenty-seven. Okay. Just to roll a natural one to match your strength. It's possible. <laughs> Alright, so he's, he is gonna bring uh, Fred up here and fiery teleport them oh, fifteen okay. feet. It's going to be amazing if you actually do manage to break out of Duva's grip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, imagine okay, so, all. So, fire teleportation, where are you teleporting to? Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. Right, so Am I still classed as an enemy here, or are you bringing me with you? She's still classed as an enemy. Oh, fantastic. At the moment. Yeah, yes. he's not very upset with you. He's calling you cow at the moment. Well, very I am a cow. Oh, and you're a minotaur. Alright, so you would be on the same square as Figor. Okay. That's yep. kind of a slur. So, uh, you can just vaguely see Ari and Farron over in the distance. You just see phew, this fire, a fireball, basically. Um, and Duva, uh, how much fire damage is that, Fiegel? Um, If he took me Don't with... Don't any if she teleports with me. Yeah. If I'm a willing Each willing creature of um, your choice. Okay. And so, like, oh, I don't so think I want to... just teleport out of her... I don't think I want to hurt her... her. No, that's true. Um, so, and you are taking your with it. Yeah, okay, so she's not going to take any damage. So yeah, you just teleport that 15 feet. Yeah, I guess. You're not trying yeah. to kill her. Alright, cool. And then um, I'm going to shout out like again now that I'm 15 feet closer. You're like, Oi! Hey, uh, elephant! Can you hear me? I need a little bit of assistance over here. It's <laughs> minute to run with three times today. So you look over Farron, you can hear that. And I still can't see them. You still can't really see them. You've seen the fire. The two fire explosions. And you can just hear Figob's voice. So um, I'm assuming that's Figob with his yes. fire. So Akros is out of combat currently. Uh, next up is... Uh, well, Barman Free, he's with you, Farron. So it's actually going to be the halfling woman, the halfling man. They're not going to move out of that area Uh Ari, so they're just going to stay there, which means that you're actually next, Ari. It's your turn. Okay. Okay, so she is going to try tell the... She's going to try gesture to, like, hey, keep the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> As she, there's no one else under this table, so she's going to try cross over to the table across. Um, okay. Can she currently see any feet beneath the table where she's currently standing? Where you're currently standing, um, you know, I'm gonna have him make a perception check with disadvantage. Okay. Let me check my babipson. No walkers. That is a nine. A nine? You can't see any feet from where you are. There's too much sand just obscuring it. Okay, she's gonna try. She's just gonna book it. She's gonna go. Whoops. 
Okay. 5, 10, 15. The thing with this is that you're going to leave them in the sand until it's their turn to it. Ari, they have yeah, 4 I HP. Know. I know, it's not my fault that they can't keep <laughs> up. So you move, you move forwards and you can see un weak. underneath that table there is currently nobody. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Okay. But remember, you don't have you don't have half movement because you're the one that's casting yeah. the spell. So you so, can actually move back. <laughs> yeah, I was going to. Okay. No problem except the death of three innocent bystanders. <laughs> well, they're not going to it's not their turns. So they're not going to take the damage yet. But from see, their perspective, you've been like keep my... up, but they're just so confused. Yeah. You run forwards and then they they get into the sand. They're looking around again. It's just like complete chaos and they look over at you like you've abandoned them. You just quickly scurry back and then <sighs> they breathe safely again. Ari's secret motivation is to make a ring to get back to the dead Zari. <laughs> to steal his shit. Oh, Ari. She likes stealing people's clothes. Uh, Alright, Duva, you're yeah. next. Duva is going to use all of her action to dash. Okay. Oh, wait, can Duva see these guys now? Um, no, no, but you, you know the like direction I was shouting in. But yeah, okay. Fiat was shouting at a direction, so you can probably pinpoint that. Cool. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, five, so ten, fifteen, twenty. I'm gonna run over these bodies. Okay. With a hand, my <laughs> oh God, one wait. hand on the bar, so I'm using the bar to kind of. Tell me where to go. You just sort and of then, like navigate around the bodies that are covered yeah. in sand. You accidentally and step then, on one, you're like, ooh. You hear like a rib cracking. Oh, that's fine. Just trampling underfoot. And then, with one hand on the bar, I'm going to come around. So with my dash action, yep. 5, 10, 15. So you're now circling 20. around this circular bar that's in the center. And, and now bringing, I can see people. Yeah, you're, so you can now, yep, you can see everybody. Um, and you're bringing Figolb as well as Henry and Fred that are like following along. Yes, exactly. Um, you're bringing that little party as you still have Figolb clutched uh, towards where Ari has the whirling wind, and you can also see Farron clutching onto uh, a dwarf barman that you recognise from before, Duva, wrapped around his uh, trunk. And they also I only got a nine for the uh, the intelligence save this time. True, yeah. Um, they do seem to be heading towards that hole in the ground. So um, okay. roll the damage for that. Two, five, eleven. 13 points of sucky damage. Ooh, the damage is coming, guys. <laughs> Starting to wear down the barbarian. No. Yeah. Psyche damage is the worst. That was right. 13? 15? 15. 15. No, 13. Sorry, 13, yeah. 13. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're still up, we're still up. Uh, Flintlock, we're actually not going to have your turn because you're technically out of combat. Um, which means Farrand, you're next. Oh, my intelligence save. Oh. It's a fail, unfortunately, the intelligence oh, save. Oh, no. Yo, chill out the damage on me. That's 14 points of psychic damage. Ah. Uh, Ooh. Farron, are you still okay? Ooh, I'm, you're going I'm to barely. run towards. You're going to run towards that hole, and then you just feel a very, very painful headache. Um, and you sort of stop for a second, but you, just, you you keep your resolve, and you just trudge towards that hole, and you still and have I, the dwarf wrapped up in your trunk. Yep. I quickly like. Can I? I can't see down the hole. 
I'm assuming it's going to be deep. And I'm going to go, oh, I'm going to jump down here and hope that I don't <laughs> turn into a red mist. <laughs> I'm going to try and hold you up so that you don't feel anything on your little knees. Okay. And I'm going to, like, jump in. All right, you jump in and you do... Never mind. You, you pretty much try and position yourself to land so that he's not taking any damage. So you're sort of like, you have him bundled up and then you just sort of jump down so you can sort of land on your butt or your back maybe. And you take... Nine points of fall damage. Oh, I bang! You are knocked unconscious and the dwarf rolls oh. out. And you're now splayed down on the ground and he's now standing over you. Oh, Farron, not again! Assassination. Next up is Do I keep my uh, death save? Um, yes, because we're still on the same combat encounter, so you keep your fail. Oh no, I better not roll. Fegal, oh. you better not you're roll. next. Wait, wait, we're gonna see if we can do it. Wait, wait, are you rolling your thing now? No. Okay, okay, okay. I was gonna say. Oh, wait, wait um. Do you roll a death saving throw as you become unconscious? I don't think you do, no. No, 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 no. No, no you don't. No, no, no. You, don't. No, you, you roll on your next turn. No, you don't. Alright. Big arm, you're next. Um, I have to roll my thing first before I do anything, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. This might be it for Feagol. I'm dead. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> roll like shit, Tim. Roll like shit. Roll like shit. You suck. You suck. All right. You suck. <laughs> 43 damage. 43. <laughs> At least I'm, like, being held and carried, to be fair, but still. And if I don't die, I can heal you. That is nine points of psychic damage. Oh my god! We're in it, boys. Oh my. Just. Holy shit. Just. You have two points Holy of shit. By the way, uh, yes. Duva, Far uh, sorry, Figolf has been very like active while you're cradling him in your arms. And now he's just screaming out in pain. His eyes look bloodshot. He looks feral. Yeah. The two HP Figolf with a dream. <laughs> All right, hang on. The dream is sorry, to I'm eat just... more sand. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do it quick before you all right, perish. Alright, 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 hang on, hang on. Where is, where is Fred? Fred's gonna... There isn't much time. Fred is gonna move... Um, what's Fred's base move speed? Let me have a look. Um... 30 feet, so it'd be 15. So you can go 5, 10 to get here, to get as close as possible. And then snap to, that would be 15 feet. Probably, probably the best place is there. Alright, so he'd move us to there. No, sorry, there. And then Duva would be where Figob is. Yep. And we're in yep. the ring. Just. Uh, Alright, so Fred's using the fire teleportation. <laughs> And oh, and we're Ari, in. From your perspective, you see a, a ball of fire, and then you turn around, and this is the first time you've actually noticed them. I, I think mm. um, you see Figol just looking absolutely rabid and feral, Duva clutching him, and then Fred, the fiery fox, and Henry, the uh, Fey owl, just swirling around. Yeah, and now everyone. So no, is nobody, there. nobody is unaccounted for. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell at Ari, like to. to 
help, man. Like, I'm being I'm being accosted right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's deaf, so she can't hear you. Yeah, I can't you, hear shit. You're still you stuck in this situation. I don't I, I don't I don't know that Ari's deaf right now, though. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Everyone, everyone's deaf. No, yeah, but you, yeah. you you know that you're deaf. Um, you feel you feel that you as soon as you land in that little uh, ball of warding wind. Uh, next on the initiative order is actually blood. the dwarven barman. And uh, he is standing over you, Farron, as you are knocked out unconscious. And he's actually going cleric. to grasp your hand. A booze cleric! Come on! Come on! And he is going to cast just a simple healing word on you. Ah! Uh, which is brilliant! Three points of health. Yes! He grasps his, me, his muscular baby. hand in your large. Um, sausage fingers, and then he tries to lift you up. And for the second time tonight, you rise back out of your unconsciousness, and you now look down at him and see that he has helped heal you. Thank you very much. You're a good man. (laughs) I still can't believe I missed getting knocked out by two damage. Oh my god. (laughs) It could still happen. What's going on outside? The whole room's rattling. Um, okay, Aris, you're next. Yeah, it's the sandstorm. Ari is going to, with one hand, um, she gets a sudden, like, bing! Like, say, a candle flame just flickers above her head like she has an idea. Yeah. (laughs) She, with one hand, acknowledges her new party members for the first time, being like, when did you get here? (laughs) And she... Just! (laughs) (laughs) Then she turns towards the scared possibly courtesan tiefling mm-hmm. grabs her hand and kind of gestures to her to be like grab the halfling's hand you're coming with me as a chain <laughs> <laughs> okay she does so I'm going to say she just does that as yep. a reaction and then the halfling also grabs the other halfling as a reaction and then she kind of looks towards her new companions and goes follow me <laughs> And so you, you also, yeah, you, you grab the tiefling, who then grabs the halfling, grab, then grabs the other halfling, so you've formed like a big chain, yep. correct? But then you haven't formed yes. that chain with Figol and Duva. They're just still standing there. No. Separate. Okay. She just kind of, because she can't. They no. have to grab the other half. She yeah. can't grab another hand. Anything um, I'd like to add do? that Duva has a minus two to wisdom, so mm. this might be, uh, yeah. So, she, her, both hands are now occupied. Mm-hmm. So she's just kind of like, follow me with her <laughs> eyes. But it's very difficult as she's deaf and blowing into the flute. Well, I mean, you're, um, oh, that's true, you are. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you're making like head motions, right? To, to yeah, go towards like, the, yeah. Come on, I, I'm going to say do, but I'm not going to make you try and interpret those. You can interpret that. That's a okay, very, good. very basic motion. I only made them cool. roll before because it was more complex yeah. stuff she was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, as... A unit? Yep. When I move, do they move with me? Yes, the others will move with you. Okay. If I understood, can I kind of crouch and grab a halfling's hand, or can I, like, pick up a halfling as well? Uh, on your turn, maybe. Okay, They, yeah. they are linked together yeah. as a chain. Now. Okay. And as a big unit, we're gonna fucking... <laughs> we're just Dash. gonna go. Five, ten, fifteen... Where you going? What you you going that way? Where are you going? <laughs> I was gonna go Hurry. to the ta- I was gonna go to the table to see if there's any more people that need shepherding. Uh. 
fine. We'll just you, go you, to safety and let them die. You saw before that okay. there was nobody. Remember? Okay. Yeah, that table just... there is already empty. But what about this one across? There could be. There could be living people. Yeah, she's gonna fucking go check. Around. Save Wait, isn't this meant to be where the dance floor was? Didn't you see ignore those tables earlier? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're ignoring that table there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's ignore this table. This table's here, though. It always was, so shut the okay. fuck up. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't so worry about it. This table is a dance floor? The one that's yes. not the one where. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, yes. so there's no one there. There's no one there. Okay. Alright, party. Let's go. Five. In sign language. Yeah. 10, 15, 20. Okay, and they are going to. 25. Join you as. Um, I'm going to say that's a reaction. <laughs> I don't think you should jump in yet. No. <laughs> She's going to use logic and use one of her ropes. So your chain is then going to um, run over to that hole. And uh, the only people left behind are now Duva, Fiegolb, Fred, and Henry that are still over there because they didn't link together as part of the chain. But they, they do. Yeah. Duva seems to understand to follow you. Um, yeah. Is there anything you want to do with your action? Hmm? Is there anything you want to do with your action? And also, ha- have, you, have you jumped down the hole yet? No. Okay. Uh, let me quickly. I'm gonna say if you want to You're using your rope over, as your action, hey. That would be yeah, an action, yeah. But she okay, so she's gonna let go of the tiefling lady's hand and she's gonna try fiddle yep. in her little backpack. She's doing this all one handed. Yeah. Yeah. And then she kinda like pulls out something. Mm-hmm. Her hand is covered in blood. <laughs> um she goes back in <laughs> and then she pulls out a kind of dirty that kind of got smudged by the bloody Zarian mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's just kind of like, I don't know how to tie this. <laughs> oh, sorry. She doesn't have that much knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> but she has it. <laughs> and then she's just kind of looking at the hole and at the rope and is kind of like, I know what to do, I just don't know. Okay. <laughs> And then she's not going to throw it down because at the moment there is nothing to tie it to so they can safely yeah. shimmy down. So she's just going to wait. Okay. <laughs> okay. But she has a bloody rope in hand. Okay. Duva, you're next. I am. Uh, I'm going to take my psychic damage first, I think. Yes. Or not, since you have it. Uh, oh, no. Oh. Please don't. Let's go, let's go, psychic damage, let's go. That is 15 points of psychic damage to you, Duva. Oh, God. <laughs> How are we faring? You just, you just hear up. the screaming build up in your mind. Uh, my ears are bleeding, my eyes are bleeding, my nose is bleeding, my mouth is bleeding. Everything hurts. It should be like that sometimes, you know. <laughs> it's just, it's the worst kind of pain. And then you I'm going to... fix it. Yeah, I'm gonna dash into this little group here. So Eating 5, 10, 15, so 20, 25, yeah. 30. I'm gonna oh, come so around the, here. We're not here, so you can probably just go right here. Okay. Oh, that's true. We are um, on the bottom. Alright, so I everybody is now inside the warding Ares wind around doing? this. Yeah, yeah, as you run in, you're now close enough. And also, the warding wind is clearing all the sand out. So, 
the whole everyone this whole little like team that you formed basically uh, yep. are now all just around this hole in the ground. Can I can I use my second action maybe to help Ari do the rope thing? What do you mean second action? Uh, You've only you've used a. You asked. I use a dash action. I'm wondering if I can sneak a second action to help with the rope. Um, I'm gonna quickly look up the help action. I don't know if help can be done as a bonus. I don't know if it can. I'm just trying to be silly because you know I get to actually. You can quite happily, like, say no. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just going to confirm something. Yep, it's an action. Okay. Next time. So unless you have a bonus action, there's nothing you can do. Which means next up is... Um... Farand. Alright. I'm still holding the hand of the dwarf. Yeah. And I'm going to quickly... I don't have uh, night vision, so I'm going to use my action to cast light... On my yep. um, gauntlet, uh, gauntlet. Yep. yep. And I'm gonna like shine a light uh, underneath the hole so that anyone who doesn't have night vision or even just regular night vision can see clearly the bottom of the pit mm-hmm. and how far down it is. Mm-hmm. Clever. And it's about twenty feet down, right? It's about thirty feet. Thirty feet. Yeah. So I can't use. So everyone here is just about thirty-five feet away from me. Yes. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> All right, it's just out I'm of reach. Quickly, like, whatever you wanted to do. But uh, uh, Ari, Ari and Duva, the... as, as you're um, actually, I'm going to move uh, you, Farron, and the barman out of here just to get rid of the clutter. Yeah, um, and yeah, just put you there. That's fine. Um, and yeah, so Ari and Duva, you can see the shining, and you can actually look down. You can actually make out the gauntlet and just the ground around. You can see Farron and the dwarf just both standing up, and they're both okay. So you can see that. Anything else you want to do, Farron? Oh, and also, by the way, as you shine the light and look around, um, you can see that Rune the Automaton is not where you landed, but what you landed on was essentially the the platform that he was on. And there's still a table, and there's still some chairs, and there's still the conquest pieces all around. Uh, but Rune seems to have gone. And you can see Flintlock okay, over over by the open door and just the shining lights beyond him in, in the, the room beyond. I quickly look at the dwarf and go, quick, hurry up in there. I'll stay here. I'll try and catch them as they fall and they look up <laughs> and like, kind of like scratch my head like, I guess I'll do that. I don't know. Okay. okay. Uh, well, if, there's, uh, if you want to rejoin combat Flintlock, you can if you think there's something you can do to help. I'll just put you back in the same initiative order. Um, Flintlock can't really do anything. Yeah, though we're all just can they land on down, the tentacle? Can they slide down, down the, the tentacle? Well, you can. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to, yeah, do do something to try and help them get down. You can. Um, if you want to, you don't have to. You don't have to. No, fuck them. Uh, I mean, can I just like <laughs> take the help action and do something uh, that way, or? Well, it, it depends on. Well, firstly, it's still Farron's turn. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, if Farron's doing something and there's something you can feasibly do to help out, then you can take the help action. Farron, how big is the how big is the hole? Like, is it only is it only like five feet? Wide? No, the hole's about um, fifteen feet radius. Feet? Fifteen, 15 feet, radius. feet radius. Yes. All right, I'm gonna try and stand and prepare myself to catch anyone that falls down. Okay, <laughs> I'll have you make dexterity checks whenever someone falls. Um, Dexterity. Flintlock, if you want to take the help action on that, you can. 
Um, you can give him an extra D4, and uh, the way you're helping out is you're sort of like also looking up and pointing because you have dark vision as well. It's very easy for you to just like point out if someone yeah. is jumping down, so you can sort of help direct Farron. And Farron's just like, oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We've still got our bond on as well, Flintlock. So it's good if you come close to me because at the moment yes. Ari is actually outside of the fucking radius. Right, yeah, I'll do that. I, I was about to chase Akros, but then I like hear. Oh, all this commotion behind me, and I see. You hear a Farron. big oof. Yeah, you see Farron's still trying to help him. Like, so oh, jeez. You're I'll here! And then I, I sort of. Yeah, I run back and help Farron. Alright. the party re- restart. Figob, you're next. Hell you yeah. You don't have to make a check for the very first time. I know how good. Isn't that nice? It does, how, just doesn't yeah. feel nice. Now how just nice. teleport yourself halfway down the pit. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll catch you, I swear. Well, I would say in that case, Duva breaks the fall, so Figob wouldn't take any fall damage. Yes. Agreed. Just... How deep is the pit? 30, 30 feet. feet. 30 it's feet. fucking pretty deep. And it's fi- 5 feet to get to the pit, so it's 35 feet travel total. So you'd, you'd take 20 feet worth of fall damage, so that's 2d6, and that'd just be to Duva. And you're already looking pretty. I already have broken Could technically just teleport myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but oh, Duva's raging as well. So she should take half of two d six. I'm not raging anymore because I didn't oh. attack. Yeah. Always oh, is that is that really how it works? Yeah, you yeah. have to attack or be hit. How are you going to stay mad? I had no idea. If you can't hit object. Yeah, you have to either hit and deal damage, or just attack something, or be attacked right. to keep rage up. Her maternal instincts took over the second she held her screaming, yeah. eating. She was raging, and then she looked. She looked down at Fig. I'm just like, oh, it calmed her oh, down. Oh, He's so <laughs> precious. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his cheeks, and was soothed by the sand-ridden, <laughs> milk-covered man. All right. <laughs> So breadcrumb, oh. <laughs> a little fried chicken baby, <laughs> little chicken drumstick that he is. <laughs> I need fried chicken. It's gorgeous. Fan <laughs> I don't know. Is there sand in the in the ring where we are? Just like on the floor. Um. Unfortunately, the yeah. sand might have been blown away. Yeah, it's been blown. Well, away yeah, actually, yeah. My, sorry, that's true. A lot, a lot of sand will have been blown away. So yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, no more tasty sand. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's, that's that's rough, buddy. Well, you still have your friends delivering it. Yeah, yeah you, you still, still have your friend. Have, you still have Henry oh. flying back out into right. the sandstorm. Figob is actually just in. gonna he's just gonna recall like Fred back into his little okay. his little dome thingy and then just pass turn. Uh, no, he's gonna no, he's gonna struggle. He's actually he's gonna. You gonna struggle? He's right, gonna try and break free. He needs more. He's got like two health left. He's on the war path. He's like this is seventeen. Oh. oh. Oh, 17. 17. 17 17 verse 17 Wait, wait, what's the total for each? 17, 17, 17. verse 17 Ooh, okay, um, I'm gonna say whoever has the higher modifier wins that can catch that Oh, well, that'd be me oh, no. yeah. Only ah. just oh, You were so close to your Sam No, I should have done, like, highest dexterity Alright, so <laughs> he's, <also gonna laughs> he's also gonna use I mean, I guess breaking a grapple can be strength or dexterity, but I have to declare it beforehand um, yeah. I'm pretty sure Anyway, so the, the dwarf barman is also going to help you uh, Farron out, so he's going to give you another d4 to help catch people. That's three d4s, holy shit. Stack it up. Ari, you're next. Ari. Mm. Okay, so she has one hand, 
Duva. Where? Where's? Okay, they're on the same block. My bad. She's gonna try grab their attention mm -hmm. because now that she can see the glowing light at the bottom, she can estimate that it's not a safe distance to jump. Mm -hmm. So with her rope, she's gonna try like flick it <laughs> to yep. be like. I need help tying it down to something that's gonna sus like sustain the weight. Okay. Um, so sorry, can I make you said something about the rope, didn't didn't you? I said I was um, I wanted to help her with the rope. Mm. Yeah, but well, I have to wait for my arm, turn. Your arms are full as well. Yeah. I know. I have to wait for my turn to figure this so out. So can I do an investigation check to see if there's anything around that could take the weight of the rope? Yep. Sure. I'll, we'll say that's an investigation check. Thank you. Let me find my pog. That is a dirty 21. Okay, with a 20, you do indeed um, find uh, most of the tables just sort of like scattered around. Actually, um, you find the statue, basically. You look around, you're like, what can I use to tie it around? You see the statue. is actually not too far away from you. So this mm. is the pond and the statue's just sort of here. Okay. So you can um, I'm going to just include all of this action within the one check. You do <laughs> actually manage to walk up the statue, tie it around the base of the statue. The statue yeah. sh statue of a very chubby man that you assume to be Halises, who's just sort of got all these like gold like jewellery and everything, diamond jewellery draped around him that's now it's, like flying everywhere in the chaos and sandstorm and the whirling wind. Um, and yeah, you, t you tie it around the statue and you think that, is give it a few tugs and it feels very sturdy. Mm -hmm. And then she's going to point to the people that they rescued and go... Mm -hmm. <laughs> as she chucks down. the rope down. Understandable enough, you chuck the rope down. That was your action. And she's I'm gonna say going shimmying, to wait. Shimmying down the rope is also a movement. She's going to be the last because she wants okay. to keep people within the wind. Okay. Fair enough. Which means Duva is next. I'd like to... She's figured it out without you, by the way. Uh, I figured it so. out. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Wait, so, she's also one-handed, so would that need assistance? Um, no, it's well, I'm fine. Gonna, it's, yeah, it's fine, because it, okay. the spell, on, the spell yes. itself is concentration, so I'm going to say, even if yeah. you stop playing on your flute, you still have the spell up, and then maybe you have to take your flute out again. But that's Maybe fine. she stops and then she just starts because, singing, like, ah! Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can take a simple action like that without breaking concentration. Okay. Uh, concentration is like when you get attacked, or um, you go to cast another spell, or yeah. um, something like that. Okay. Well, if you're falling as well down a hole, pretty sure or falling if you're breaks falling concentration. Down. Yes. So yeah, the wind is still going. She's gonna wait to be the very last person down, so no one takes yeah. any damage. Fair. Do the next. So don't fall down the hole. That's don't the. Fall down hole. No yeah. one push me, please. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah, it would be funny for the meme, but also, please don't kill me. <laughs> don't assassinate me. <laughs> uh, Duba's gonna call on her experience being on ships and things like that, and she's gonna put Feagolb under one arm like a football, <laughs> and then one-handed abseil down into okay. the hole. Um, I'm gonna have you make a... Oh, God. Well, oh. actually, no, to, to shimmy down a rope is probably just your movement. But I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to declare this just your movement, but um, it is going to take all of your movement to shimmy down. Yeah, that's fine. And then 
land on the ground, and that's pretty much all you can do unless you have an action. That's all that's still all I'm the going to do. Is shot okay. But I will. Oh, Fleagol! I tell you what I'll do. <laughs> I'm going to take Fleagol. Like yeah. So I imagine before the wind hit, there was like a bunch of sand that came down the bottom of this hole. Uh, yeah. Before the wind hit. Yeah, I'm going to just put Fegolb in that little sand pit. Okay. <laughs> there is, yeah, there's the sand all around. You go top and it. there's now the, um, the table of the, the chess-like game Conquest that Rune was playing is now just sort of, like, upturned. The pieces are scattered everywhere. It's covered in sand. There is just, like, big dunes starting to form all around it. But that's that's going to be my turn, then, is just to put Fegolb down on the sand. Fair enough. And then, yeah. You're, you're, you're setting him down like he's a little toddler. Go, go, go play. Go play in the sand go pit. Go play. <laughs> and he's not shoveling sand into his mouth. Yeah. Fiegel, Fiegel <laughs> gets let down on the sand and like starts like crying in, out of joy <laughs> as, he, as he shovels sand into his mouth. And it's just me flip-locking the... Yeah, you're just like looking at just you're watching. Like, what the fuck is going on? Farron, you're next. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Remember, you have three D4s here to use. Um, so you're, gonna, you're using the help action on uh, which one? You've got three different people here all around <laughs> that are looking nervously about to grab the rope. Um, they're also all deaf. I'm going for the halflings because there's a lot more. There's about twice, uh, at least two feet more distance for them to fall over the tieflings. So. That's true. I'm going to... Um, uh, which halfling goes first? Uh, I'm gonna say this one. The man goes first. All right. I'm gonna like quickly reach over and just like prepare just in case he slips or something. Okay. Uh, to I am catch gonna, him. Considering he's just a commoner, I'm gonna make him make a check just to abseil down the road. So I'm just gonna use his movement. Unfortunately, well, it's dexterity, mm. acrobatics. They're pretty dexterous. That's only a twelve. Unfortunately, as he goes to abseil down, he gets about halfway. And then he just accidentally lets go of the rope and falls down. Uh, Farron, I'm going to have you make uh, probably just a flat dexterity check to try and catch him. And you have the default to use. Oh, no. <laughs> You're not very dexterous uh, yourself. You're not very speedy. 1d4. Oh, uh, no. Uh, uh, okay, 2d4. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, 4 plus okay. 4. That's 8. Another d4. <laughs> Oh, that's only nine. Oh, oh. I'm going to use my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually? Yes. Okay. Is that another d20 or like just advantage? Yeah, pretty much. Ooh. That's nine plus four, 13, 15. So, with, okay, 15 is actually not too bad. So, uh, Flintlock and uh, the Dwarf... Uh, they're just pointing they're like oh, God, he's fallen he's fallen and Farron you're just like you don't know quite know where to position yourself so you've got your trunk out you've got your arms out and you do actually just last minute they're like move over there move over there you just do a sidestep and uh, as the male halfling falls down his vel- he just loses his velvet jacket and he actually does land right into your arms and you manage to drop him down and then you get ready for the next one <laughs> yep oh no Okay, uh, it's like Space Invaders. They're just falling down and you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> um, Fegolb, you're next. I'm assuming you're just eating sand. Unless there's anything you want to do. Fegolb. He's too busy. He's too busy eating sand. Well, yeah, he's I'm eating thinking. sand. Yeah. He's in character. He's eating, he's eating he's sand in, in character. Yeah. Yeah. Method acting. It's actually sand. 
I'm trying to think. If I was a hungry little goblin munching on my beloved Sam, what would I do? Keep I'm out of the sandstorm now. Am I still sand. affected by this? Yes. Okay. Just, just permanent. Like, I think I was permanently wanting to permanently yeah. love sand, and look what you are. You're in a desert. He refuses to go to Neobra. He needs to stay with the sand. Yeah. I wonder if knocking him unconscious will help fix the issue. <laughs> Um, you know, Figob's pretty. I wonder if, I wonder if beating the child. Figob's pretty content. His like one desire is being fulfilled right yeah. now. Yeah. All right. Don't have to do anything if you don't want to. Um. So halfling man is down, which means the halfling woman is um. Actually, what we'll do this is uh. Actually, next is Ari, but Ari, you're just standing there, right? Yep. Ari. Hmm. You're next. It's your turn. Am I? Yeah, but I'm assuming you're just standing there. Yeah, I'm just yeah. keep, keep on playing. Alright, pass, which means Duva is next. Yeah, I'm gonna join the team helping the right. people get down. Okay. So that's another D4. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Farrand. Next up is um, the female halfling. So There's just a bunch of people at the bottom baby, doing this. Just the He's halfling. Also, yeah. She's also going to Absail. Um... She does about as well as her male counterpart did. So she gets about halfway through and then she just sort of freezes there for a second. She looks down. Her palms are just so sweaty that they slip between her fingers. She also starts to fall. <laughs> so you make a dexterity check. You have My apologies. Oh no, it's even less! Yeah, the rope is oh. weak. Arms are heavy. How is this possible? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. Three. I have one more D4. Two. So do you have, this do is already better. Four? Isn't Duva helping now? You have one more. Yeah. All right. Yes. Oh, uh, all right. That's three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's 10, 13 12, total, 13. I think. So what's the total? 13. Room 13. I don't have any dex mods. You, you're like, everybody were pointing out, now Duva's helping. Like, no, you need to stand over there. You jump, but you miss her pretty much completely, and she lands on your back, and you're just flattered, now prone on the ground, which breaks her fall. And you take. Oh no! Oh no! He one, doesn't one, have the one point of damage. Oh, thank God! I Jesus Christ! Oh, <laughs> you, you, are, you are knocked prone. Yeah, I nearly got knocked unconscious this. again. She's gonna get knocked unconscious by a plummeting tiefling. A drunk plummeting tiefling. Serious? A little halfling. A little halfling. Ballistic. That's ammo. why it's only one point. Fucking <laughs> breaks my spine. Um. Okay. Next up is technically Figol. I'm assuming you're still shoveling sandwich. Means we're gonna go right back to Farrand. Yeah, I'm chilling. Farrand, quick, stand prone. up. Get the, well, get the. She's she slipped off of you, so you can just use half your movement to stand up. And I'm assuming yep. do the exact same thing as now. It's just the quarters on left, and uh, yep. she's gonna make a dexterity. That's even worse than the others, unfortunately. Oh no! She also goes. Maybe I'll roll higher than five. She grabs on, grips onto the rope. At first, she seems to be being very, very graceful as a tiefling. Um, but she only gets about a third of the way through before the rope also slips out of her hands. And uh, my slippery fucking rope. You make another I dexterity mean, check with four d four. Oh! Oh! A thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Okay. 15. Oh my god! You... No wait, one more. I got one more. Don't worry, I got one more. With an eighteen. Whoops. 18? No, I just used that one I rolled to you, I guess, by accident. Okay. This is 18. Yes. 
with an 18, she falls and she actually lands. Pretty much, like, you actually are surprisingly graceful. And you catch this rather beautiful tiefling courtesan in your arms. And she just sort of falls very gracefully and it looks up at you, looking a little bit dazed. And it, it, it looks like a scene from a, a romance novel about a loxodon and a tiefling that were in love, but their parents were against it. She, she flutters Sorry. her big eyelashes at you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dear, I'm celibate and I wink at her. Perfect. Okay. Ari. Voluntarily, might I add. Ari, you I are just next. need that. True. Followers of form have to wear a chastity cage. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Ari. Hey. Tim. Yes. Okay. Don't do what I think you're gonna do. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, go down the rope. See what happens. No, he knows that I want the clothes. Yeah. Um. Oh. <laughs> Well, you don't have. How far away are the clothes? Hmm? Wait, your yeah. your wind could probably blow off all the sand, so you might be able to take it off their fucking dead corpse. What a great idea! Uh, it's, it's gonna take sixty far. feet. With a dash, you could get there, and then with another dash, you could get back. So it'll take you two turns. Actually, three turns because she needs but to take okay, the clothes off. That's okay because I'm protected and everyone is safe. That's true. So if that's true. what you want to do. Can I please? You're in charge of your own I'm, destiny. Why, why are you asking me? Of course you can. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so from your perspective, everybody, you're looking up at this pit and you see Ari looking down. You're like, come on, Ari, you're the last one. And you see her run away from you. <laughs> Ari, and what are you doing? The, she takes the sphere with her and the sandstorm resumes and you're now just all looking down as this layer of sand. You're just like, what the fuck? Ari, you run back over to the two uh, Zarians. And with a yeah. dash, you actually get there, but you don't have an action. And you're going to need an action oh, to, like, dig, like, take yeah, the clothes okay. off. Dig through the oh. sand, take the clothes off. Or are you taking the whole body with you? I'm just taking the clothes. Okay. That's going to take She's another action. She's got lots of wind. Everybody else, everybody else is out of combat, trapped. though, so we're going to go straight back to Ari. You <laughs> dig your way out of the sand. You manage to get all the, like, armor and, um... They, they wear, like, headscarves over their mask as well. Um, yeah. And as you pull it off, you realise that this is a human man with a very bad scarred face. Um, and you already have the mask, right? So you're just going for the headscarf and, uh, like, the armour plating. It's actually quite heavy armour. So how much can you carry? This is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Let's just literally going back for, for drip. Drip or drown. Drip. Drip or drown. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. <laughs> Carrying capacity should be on DD. We use DD Beyond. Inventory. And if you use the code 8 dice right now. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish. Okay. Uh, I have 30 left, I think. 30 pounds? Mm -hmm. The armor's about. You're not going to be able to grab all the armor. Okay. This is heavy armor. So you can grab maybe the headscarf and a couple of gauntlets. You can't won't be able to grab the chest piece. Does he have clothes? Yeah, he has like an undershirt as well. But the undershirt is just a generic like white beige undershirt. I'll show you what they look like. I'll give you another reminder. Yeah, he's got yeah. big. He's got big ketchup stain on him. He has like heavy <laughs> armor, and then he has just like an undershirt. Okay, so generic, I'm gonna grab his headscarf, his little funky hat. Okay. 
his pretty little kilt. Okay. And his, and his his little arm arm things and his belt. Okay. That's all she needs. That's all. You won't be able to uh, grab like the uh, the boots and the chest piece. No, she um, doesn't need it. But you manage to saddle yourself up with like just a bunch of armor, and it's rather oversized on you. And you're just now holding it on like either side of your shoulders, uh, and then you run back towards the pit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Takes another full movement to get all the way back to the pit and a dash. And then finally, this has taken four turns total, by the way, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> so we're all like just sat there at the bottom like, is she okay? That's 24 seconds. So what are you guys doing in that 24 seconds? You're just like looking around, you're like, what the fuck? I'm is just like patiently or... staring up and perfectly still, just like this. <laughs> Ready for it. Uh, I, I, I'm looking down at Figo, I've got my hands in my pockets, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> that stuff good? <laughs> Yeah, yeah Figo, really. you've been shoveling sand. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mm. I, I, I pick up a handful of sand and I like sniff it apprehensively, <laughs> and, I, and I give it a little lick. You want to, Yeah, it just, and, tastes, uh, just tastes like dirty fucking yeah. sand. I'm like, Ugh, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you throw it off, and he's like, Figo's like, no, that that's good, and he like darts I, over towards it. I like, I like, look up at him like, it's better if you don't chew. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at like a doll that's disgusting. Alright, and then eventually you see the sandstorm above you start to subside again. Ari's return, the whirling wind is now whipping the sandstorm out of the way. Uh, the screaming returned, but then it subsided again. And you just see Ari start to abseil down to Ari. I'm going to have you make a dexterity check for that, an acrobatics check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duva, you've been doing some seriously good acrobatics. I, I, I have to congratulate that you my on today's acrobatics. Yeah. A... 13? 13, you get about three quarters of the way down, but then the Wait. rope is just too bloody. No, 14, my bad. I can't count. Yeah, well, you slip and you fall. Farron, make me a dexterity check. Farron, one more time. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Come on. Everyone's cheering you No! Up. <laughs> <laughs> no! Harry died getting No! no. That's not very good. <laughs> Harry, Harry's no. going to take the first damage he's taken all fucking... Like, These fight though, to be fair. No! 3, 1, 2, uh, 4. That's it. What's the total? 8. Uh, 12. Uh, 12. 12. With a 12, you go to do I the exact Stacey same thing it. you did before with a tiefling courtesan, who, by the way, is now sort of like looking at you like she's rather enamored with you. She's still been staring at you the whole time, uh, Farron. <laughs> do and I have pretty impressive to you're trying to ignore her gaze, and then you go to look up to Ari, and you're a bit distracted, though, because she's still just staring at you, sort of, like, fluttering her eyelashes. And you go to step forward, but unfortunately you miss Ari entirely. She just, like, doesn't even reach her arms. Ari, you take five points of fall damage. I just... Oh, God! Ari, I'm sorry! As you fall back down upon this platform that's descended down. And by the way, as you guys are looking around, you can actually see gears and everything where the platform is mechanical as it goes... falls back down. I quickly reach out a hand to Ari and like, oh god, are you alright? Okay, we I'm are sorry. finally out of initiative. <laughs> wow. Are you feeling okay? Ooh. Do you need healing? Because I'm about to I'm about to collapse. I'm feeling a bit like Ari's my bones are broken. Like on the ground and she's just like uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 she's wheezing. She's just like And now that her concentration has completely been fucking obliterated, she can finally hear again. And she's yes. like there's a a loud, like, tinnitus ringing in her ear. 
because uh, she just fucking whacked her head. <laughs> she's just like. Uh, when we're all standing around bloodied and bruised, while Fiegel's just like contentedly shoving sand in his mouth. Yeah, and he's he's, he's like bleeding out of his eyes. On, as well on like two HP, mind you, like he's yeah. fucking yeah, mortally by, by wounded. Way, uh, Footwork, you look over at Fiegel. You see him shoveling sand into his mouth, and the whole time he looks incredibly mangy. Like he's just like on death story. Goes to stand up, he just it, falls back. The down. sand yeah, that I'm shoveling into in my milk. mouth, he's bleeding. He's like, yeah. covered in sand, but he's still it's just like, like it's like covered in blood because I'm just bleeding from like fucking all over. I've got like yeah, that's fucking of... disgusting. <laughs> he's the got cutest blood milk. He's covered in fucking red milk. Yeah, bro. Blood milk. Blood bilk. Milk. Bilk, if you will. Uh, babe, what's wrong? You've hardly touched your bill. <laughs> you touched your bill. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Okay, so Ari. I, I clap my hands together and I'm like, well. I reach my very bright, shining blue gauntlet out for Ari. Like, are you okay? I'm sorry, I missed. Uh, Ari, you're just I mean, feeling kind you of You missed. You missed me. Hey. <laughs> She, like, her accent has kind of faded because of how day she is. She's just kind of like, ow. I think everyone here needs healing. I, I, I like to think that when Farron was trying to catch her, we were all just, like, pointing in a completely different direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, quick, that kinda... one. And then, like, Farron doesn't know where to go, so just standing completely still, and, like, Ari just, yeah. like, falls on her back, like, right next to her. <laughs> like, Ari sits up. She kind of, like, rubs her head. She's just kind of like, are we all? Are we all she's got a big welt on her head and she's yeah. got like birds circling her. <laughs> yeah. Her eyes are eggs and her tongue sticking out. Alright. Alright, get up. Uh, everyone, into that room. And I point to like the door. Um, yeah, by the way, the, the door is like half closed, the wooden door. And you can just see these swirling multicolored lights beyond. And your party now consists of the barman, Fegolb, Duva, Flintlock. Ari and the three uh, survivors that you managed to shepherd in the tiefling courtesan yeah. and the two halflings. So this is a huge party now that are all just like yeah. standing, looking the around, gang's looking very here. dazed. The, the, gang. Uh, the, the, the commoners gang. are just sort of like, they still look very like fearful um, as mm -hmm. they look up, because you can still just faintly hear, um, now that you're down here, Ari, the sandstorm resides once again, you can still just faintly hear the screaming off in the background, but you, you're safe here in this corridor. Yeah. Um, and as you look at that wooden door, Who's going to lead the party? Everyone's just standing there. Me! Stand up and go. Hi. Now that she's kind of been like, okay. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Let's. Um. Where are we exactly? I'm still holding onto my hat. We're underneath the uh, party <laughs> place, and I, uh, uh, through that door, I think Flintlock was going there. I. Where is him? We little barman. Oh, the the we dwarf. Barman, the dwarf. He's right here. Yeah, he's just no. standing. No. And I just point to him, like right next to him. She just kind of looks to him and goes, "Not you, dear. The tiefling." Akros <laughs> would have gone Across. through there. Um, and he's oh, yeah, but barman, you barman, you're probably familiar with these tunnels, right? Can you lead the way? I've been down here before, yes, but none of you are meant to be here, but. Uh, I suppose there's nothing else we can do if that storm doesn't subside. I'm sorry, but does, uh, does that space. happen often? And I like point my gunner, uh -oh, like well. to Jessica. <laughs> oh, actually, as you um, as you ask that, Farron, I'm going to have you make a history check now that you've finally managed to, you know, everything's settled down. 
it's going to be a very low number. By the way, guys, I'm just going to point out that this entire session has taken place over a couple of minutes. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love right, that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, we finished. We're like, a bit, I mean, I'm assuming we're about to finish up, but it's been like literally it. just avoiding a sandstorm. That's it. That's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Right. Mary's whole plot today was get clothes. <laughs> today, today was beautiful moments of roleplay inside the uh, combat, by the way, guys. Well done. 19. That's pretty good, Farrand. Um,. You didn't hear the storm being referred to by name, but Akros actually called it a storm of Zakar when he said it to Ari. And that that term sort of comes back to you as you put two and two together about the screaming. Um, you saw a few faces form in the sand, even inside the club you saw that. Um, saw the, that psychic, the psychic yes. damage, the strange visions, and the howling. And you remember your parents telling you not to go too far out into um, the deserts, into the place they call uh, the sands of the gods and the wreck of the gods elsewhere in the domain of the corsair past the city walls the wreck of the gods is um an old zakamai uh city the most like largest and most intact one out of any of the various zakamai ruins all around abalon um and there's even like parts of buildings that are still intact but they are nevertheless ruins um, and these zakamai ruins were often haunted when you were a child when your parents were telling you about this um, they would say they were often haunted by some strange kind of sandstorm that was not like any other sandstorm on this earth. It wasn't just winds, you know, picking up sand. It was that, but it was also um, haunted. And they would say that it was the punishment of the gods that um, that area was not to be defiled and uh, that the various congregations pillaging that area to look for um, holy items of some kind because it said that the Zakamai were incredibly close to the gods, that they talked directly to them, that they were the children of the gods. Um, and it was said that defiling such a place by removing sacred items from it would call forth um, the sandstorm of the gods, the storm of Zakar, which was no ordinary sandstorm. It would give you visions, it would drive you to insanity, um, and it was said that the gods themselves were screaming down at you as if you took anything from that place but it never reached the walls of the city not when you were living here that's everything wow. you remember I look to the dwarf and go has this happened before I uh here not here not in the market district but it's been just outside the city walls a few times in the last few weeks it's getting worse and worse you hear that the impartial administrators they they have Zarian guards posted at the Wreck of the Gods to, to stop anyone from pillaging. That's why there's such a shortage of uh, Zakamai shards now. Zimdal aren't happy about that. None of the four are. Do you think people are unlawfully trespassing onto the ruins? Uh, well, a lot? They've been doing that for hundreds of years. This city was, was built off Zakamai technology. Te technology fused with the magic of the gods. Some say that the Zakamai technology was, was partially forged by the gods with their assistance. That is this city. But recently, because um, the storms have been getting worse, the impartial administrators have made the decision to keep Zarians posted at the Wreck of the Gods at all times. I'm sure people are still trespassing. But they did that to try and stop these storms from happening, but it hasn't worked. There has to be something angry. else. There has to be something else. And, well, now that you bring that up... Um, Look, we were talking to you all night, and you all... Your group seem like capable warriors, and not only capable warriors, but adventurers. Thank you. 
Absolutely, Fugob says as he stuffs himself <laughs> into his mouth. Yep. We're the most capable bunch around. Oh, well, maybe we not are him, pretty but... capable, um, despite our appearance. Now that you bring it up, um, I'm going to ask that the three of you, and he points at the courtesan and points at the two halflings, if you can stay here, I know you're frightened, but I don't want you going beyond this door. Oh. The rest of you. I think it's time you talk to Akros and Rune, and they tell you, well, now that you've stumbled upon this place, they, they tell you what exactly it is. I say to Fiegelb, stuff your pockets, little one, we're going on a road. <laughs> no, why is he eating sand? Excuse me, hello, <laughs> why is he eating sand <laughs> like that? He's literally, he's literally shoving it into his mouth. Yeah. Like oh, a little man's like hungry, he hasn't leave him alone. <laughs> no, Goblins well, don't eat sand! Some goblins do, maybe? A grown person eating sand. Well, it sand might has be zero nutritional value. Maybe he needs some roughage. It has no benefits. The dwarf, it might be roughage. You don't know. The, the dwarf actually, know. he steps forward and he goes, I, I don't even think the the uh, goblins of the Dunward's Burrow actually eat sand. They eat oh. other things that aren't he very He wasn't eating sand but before the sandstorm sand. happened. Oh, you know, oh, so just because goblins don't normally eat sand, I can't eat sand? That's not very progressive thinking of Fecal, you, if I do say so eaten, myself. Have you ever eaten sand before today? No, but let me tell you, now that I have... <laughs> best decision of my life. Sand. <laughs> just let him have it, he's fine. Just let him have it. He's been eating it this whole time. It's alright, it's not an issue. <laughs> Is going the to... mind control, the, the evil storm. Ever since okay. the evil storm, he's been eating the evil sand. <laughs> you don't know that the sand's evil. <laughs> I think it's evil. Whilst, whilst this is all happening, um, <laughs> is the sand evil? To... No, it's delicious. See, and if it were if it were evil, it would taste foul. Oh my god! Because that's how evil good. tastes. If, Wait, it was, if, if it was evil sand, it would taste awful, right? Wow. Evil sand, and I like go like get a bit of the sand, and I like <laughs> smell it with my trunk. <laughs> That's just sad, and I like dip my tongue in it. You can, do, like, you can do an investigation check if you want. That's just sad. Investigation check, hell yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. That's uh nineteen. Yeah, of nineteen, it's just sand. Okay, it's just sand. This is all happening. This fucking chaos. Ari is gonna reach into her bag and pull out the bag that used to hold her now deceased frog yes. dogs. Yeah. It is now oh, empty. She is going to give it a tiny little like, miss your box since you went missing. Nobody knows what happened. Um, no, no one's told her. He just went missing. Um, just went missing. She bent down, scooped a whole bunch of sand in, mm-hmm. tied it, mm-hmm. and she's gonna give it to to Fleagob to be like, for the road. Okay, we're going now. Oh, good idea. Gonna... I get on my bag of holding and I <laughs> get down and I start scooping sand into the bag of holding. <laughs> the bag of holding. And then okay. she's gonna turn to the civilians that they rescued and be like mm-hmm. okay so I feel like this whole shenanigan has been quite disturbing and 
chaotic and somewhat. I feel like I should introduce myself as the brains behind the rest of operation. Um, Take the I'm... piss. <laughs> and then she's like, <laughs> all right then. She pulls out her endless bottle of piss. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, she she kind of does like a, hello. My name is Addie. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you. Wish it was under different circumstances, but I'm glad you're okay. Uh, the halflings are just uh, the halflings and the tiefling are both like still just kind of in shock, and you see the tiefling's not even really looking at you as you're saying all of this. She's just looking over at um, Farron still. <laughs> the celibate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, give it another hundred years, and I might be emotionally ready. Um, <laughs> but the halflings respond to you. Um, the uh, male halfling goes, "I'm Adelad, and this is Adelad." Analad, and this is Myrtle. Analad, Analad, Myrtle. It is a pleasure to meet you. And are you well? Like, how is your, how are your heads? Uh, hold on. Analad um walks up to, uh, looks up at you, and he's like, "Oh, not too bad. It was just." Uh, did you see those... Whatever that was. Did you see it, Myrtle? And Myrtle doesn't even say anything. She's still kind of shell-shocked. She's just, like, nodding. But, um, Annie. Thanks, miss. You are... You are the one that really um, helped us out there. Horrific visions? I don't know what would have happened. We, we would have joined the others up there. I don't know how many died. It was awful. A few, I'd see. Oh, there was a lot. There was a lot of people who didn't make it. Hi, yeah. hi. But look, we'll, I'm just we'll, happy I was able to see. We seem safe here, and he's, as he says that, he looks up over at the pit that's still open up above them. The sand's still mm. whirring. He's got actually murdered. Just in. he gets into the goes into the corner where even if the sand does come in, you know he's not going to be a direct target. Um, yeah. okay. Just don't take too long in there. And if there's another way out of here, then we'd appreciate if you came back. It's not like we're going to leave you. Please don't. Are you a cleric of one of the new gods, sir? I am, actually. I hope you don't mind. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm not a god-worshipping man myself. Myrtle and I are down here from Eskin. Um, It's just a spot spot of tourism. Uh, But they deny most gods there, but it seems to me like... Most of the stories they say about clerics aren't true. Well, I haven't been able to do much to help a lot of people yet, but I'm hoping to... I saw you help save us, and that's enough for me. Thank you very much. You know, um... The storm should pass over, even if it's a few hours from now. Um, and I, like, I reach into my bag and pull out, like, a crappy little, like cracker ration I still have <laughs> and I like hand it to him <coughs> he coughs out a bit more sand oh. oh, thank you it won't taste too nice but and it's he, something to he eat he breaks it in half and gives one to Myrtle and Ari whilst they're talking she because the only way that the people without good dark vision are seeing right now is because of his gauntlet yeah his gauntlet's glowing 
Um, Holy energy. Yeah, so she pulls out a candle and the little matchsticks and she gives it to him. Mm -hmm. And she also pulls out her... Um, she give she pulls out six of her salted beef jerky that she got from, you know, way back when. Yeah. And she's like, we'll try not to be too long. You get two each, so I ration it. And Thanks. I hope Thank the you. candle lasts you and that the storm doesn't... Is it about to get dark again? I believe so. Yeah. Once I leave the room, unfortunately, and I like show him my blue gauntlet, <laughs> and I'm like, "What do you think of this?" Oh, well, it's providing light. <laughs> yes, it's nice, just to... hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just flexing your gauntlet to these tourists yeah. that can't appreciate. Shame what it you is. don't have one. Is that what you say to them? No, you flintlock them. Is that what you say? Shame you guys don't have it. <laughs> That's horrible. But I wouldn't say it. They just they shoot you like a, a dirty lork bug that they're not going to argue. You've just helped save their life. Well, you didn't do much, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I finished shoveling sand into the bag of holding. And, yeah, you're just shoveling sand. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I, 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 I tie the drawstring and I tie it to my waist. Cool. And I clasp my hands together. I'm like, all right. No way to go but forward, I suppose. Yeah. We'll be back as soon as we can. All right. The, uh, this is the dwarf now talking. He opens up the wooden door with a creak. The door oh, opens up. I do sound effects all the time, bro. <laughs> yeah, don't act like this is my first time. This ain't my first rodeo. Um, and as he opens up the door, uh, all these uh, multicolored lights that you could see just suddenly splash into the corridor. Um, hang on, is there in here? I nod. You all and move I... in? I turn to the female tiefling and say, Stay safe. <laughs> oh God, infernal, because I speak infernal. <laughs> I speak infernal too. So she responds in infernal, come back soon. I, I will, I think. <laughs> Ari, so she craves validation. So yeah. she, in infernal, goes, It was lovely meeting you. I hope you're safe. Farewell. Thanks. Thank you for helping us out. No workers. <laughs> no worries. She She's says not no workers. Farron says, no I will, I think, actually, damn, smooth. I will, I think, actually. <laughs> Absolute shit. In Infernal, it sounds like, <laughs> like no, it's, it's still good. Ari is I don't like... know you spoke Infernal. This is the perfect girl for you. I had no idea. Honestly, You found your boyfriend free girl. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Cowboys. <laughs> Finally. Cowboys. Your love quest is complete. <laughs> Tall. Was this Saren. it all along? That's why he left Solara. Is this my goal? goes to one party, one den of iniquity. He says the word sex, and now he has an ego. <laughs> <laughs> Now he's, he a, now he's an alpha. Me. Now he's an he's alpha a, male. He's a, he's but, a problematic. But he's uh, in his vow of celibacy, so it's gonna be like he's full of toxic masculinity right at the moment. At the moment, you can see the testosterone pumping. Yeah, I just look at women and I just go. <laughs> 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 you walk in, you give like women the finger guns. It's like uh, Tobey Maguire from Spider Man Three. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Um, I offer my arm to Fiedolb if he wants a lift, because he's not looking very well. No. What do you mean? I'm in perfect health. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? I'm in perfect health. I'm just Come in here and I might do a big old ritual to heal us all. We're all oh, yeah, pretty much on the verge of death. Is there sand? My clothes. You know, the best Got part about dying there? a pure oh. brain death is that there's not much blood on my new clothes. There's only sand. Yeah, I'll, maybe I'll but, consider it. But the less clean it is, the fun it is. You all ready to go through the door? Yes. yes. I... Okay. Yes. I guess it's a the, silver lining. The dwarf has already opened up the door and he steps through it. And as the rest of you step through it, this is what you see. Ooh. Oh my god. What the heck? We love you, audio listeners. Yeah, we love yeah, well, you, audio I'm, listeners. I'm gonna love describe it. I'm gonna describe it. Um, <laughs> wow, this is sick! Oh my god, audio listeners! Whoa! It's like I'm really there! <laughs> as as you walk in, these, these multicolored orbs, just like we're flying around the congregation the whole time you were there, are also swirling around here. And again, just like in the congregation, they're swirling around in seemingly random patterns. Um, and as they swirl around, the material that this room is made out of is is very, very strange. It's sort of like this glittery, silvery, reflective, almost like weathered, wet stone. Um, so it's creating the effect that light is just dancing and shadows are dancing all around. There's about six or seven ornate pillars um, that are lit by these sconces. And inside the sconces are these um, glass housings that each contain one of those multicolored lights. Much like what was up in the congregation as well. Um, but this material is just strange and it's just causing reflections to dance all over you. And there are four statues, each with their backs to one of the four pillars that's holding up the ceiling of this underground chamber. And each of these four statues, as the light and the shadow are... um, The lights are flying around and shadows are just flying and dancing everywhere. As you try and look at the faces of these four statues, all of which are women, they have their hoods up, and you can tell there is definitely a face there. It's kind of frustrating to look at. You can tell there's a carved stone face there, but constantly the shadows are just moving around. You only catch half glimpses of it at all times. No matter how long you look, and no matter which one you look at, it's just the exact same. And as you walk in and start to take in this very strange chamber, uh, pushing right past Farron, you were the first one to enter, right? So pushing right past you and then pushing past the rest of them is Rune, the automaton, still in his beige robes. And he just marches, not even acknowledging you, not even looking at you. He marches back into that old chamber. And as you look back, you can see he's picking up his, um, with a lot of, you know, strength as an automaton. He picks up and carries on his shoulder his big table. And then he just bends down and starts picking up a few pieces, moves back in to set up the table, moves back into the uh, hallway again and just keeps repeating this. And eventually he has, you know, most of the, the game of Conquest set up again and the chairs and everything. He sits down in the chairs and he starts playing with himself again, just like he was up in the congregation. And you see Akros standing before him as well as a few other figures that were clearly already down here um, when the storm hit, including a goblin um, who's wearing like a black, uh, velvety black cloak. Um, but it's sort of hard to get a read on a few of the different figures scattered around this uh, chamber Again, because of the lights and because of you know all the reflections and everything. But you can make out Akros in the center. And he looks at your group as well. Perhaps it is the will of the gods that storm came, although I'm sorry about all the death that it no doubt caused, but it brought all of you down here. And from 
looking at you and from sensing you and reading your thoughts, you can tell that all of you are strong warriors and are ready for what is to come. He just sort of pauses and then looks over at um, Rune, who's still just playing the game by himself. And uh, he walks over to Rune and just sort of uh, places his hands on Rune's shoulders as Rune is just continuing to play this game of Conquest by himself. He, he's not saying anything more. So if you You've been reading again, our thoughts, <laughs> have you? <laughs> What are we supposed to be ready for? Rune, exactly. Rune has been reading your thoughts, yes. And Rune's What's this little one been thinking? And I put um, a seagull. <laughs> it, uh, Akros looks over. It's like, Rune reads thoughts. He cannot simply turn it on and off. And, well, any thoughts that Rune reads, I also get inside my head. Ari just kind of lets out like a... <laughs> Why does he and then like at, so much? as you go point at Figo, I'll be like, yeah, but what is he what has he been thinking? What is yeah, um Akros just looks over and just goes At the moment nothing but sand. Sand. <laughs> sand. There sand. is something as, wrong with him. As He's as he says this not sand. Figol takes the, the little like bit it's of an effect sand. of the storm, definitely. A little bit of sand in his pocket, and he runs over to the other goblin in the room, and he, like, <laughs> off offers the other goblin some. The goblin just looks down at you like you're insane. <laughs> he just doesn't doesn't say anything, <laughs> he just sort of ignores you. And he, he's actually, the goblin's in this cloak, but he's not sort of, like, hunched over his posture, very rigid, and he actually looks very prim and, and proper and actually rather formal. You know, his ear hair is cut. He's got these nice, like, mud and chops of um, still quite scraggly, patchy facial hair, because he's still a goblin, they don't tend to grow a lot of facial hair, but what is there is very well-groomed. Um, and he actually smells faintly of lavender. He's a very uh, well put together goblin. Oh, I want um, to save Solaris. And then Akros Across looks over at you and he goes, "You asked me what is to come. Fire. That is what is to come from the sky." And that is actually where we are going to end it for tonight because we didn't have uh, a, we didn't have a break and we went for three hours. Um, oh my god, that's it. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. She's got the mind. You do have the ring of mind shielding. Yes, I will remember that. Um, I'm going to go turn off OBS so it doesn't chew my computer's storage. He froze. Uh, oh, he froze. Oh God, and, and that's going to be it what for happened? today. That's it for Thank today. you to our patrons. Psych, we don't have any yet, but that could um, change. Uh, big thanks to our patrons. Uh, 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 my, my Discord's uh, frozen. Sorry, guys. I'm going to go turn off OBS. But um, yeah, Brian? actually, I, I always forget to do an outro, so let's do Cameron? the outro right now. What are we Daniel? Doing fans again? <laughs> Shut up, Jen. <laughs> Oliver. Patreon yet. Um, but yes, uh, thank you to Jennifer. Let's watch these episodes. <laughs> and we will be back at the same time every weekend with a new episode of The Eight Dice. Anything else anyone wants to thanks say? For, or is that my thanks, thanks, thanks to you specifically. Thank you. This is where Sally. I would thank our patrons if we I'm had any. I'm not we, talking we, to anyone else. I'm talking to you when I say without oh. you, you'll be fucking dead. <laughs> I'm not able to make any, any new D&D podcast you it. saved our lives <laughs> you I can't remember what we call them I'm sorry yeah. Dice 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 we love you I'm eternally grateful we love you, you can have my first war <laughs> goodbye Dice Heads we love you goodbye Dice Heads see you next week bye Dice Heads haha <laughs>